With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Already won. Look at how far we've come. 
All right, everybody, welcome to the show. Sorry about that. I had a little technical issue there. I wasn't able to go ahead and get my mic turned on and get back into the show. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's, uh, what day is this? Monday, January 17th, 2011. Hope everyone's had a wonderful weekend. Just waiting for our guest to arrive. She'll be here shortly. She has a... Allie has uh, her own radio show also, uh, and uh, so she's probably running a little behind from going from there to here. So we'll just go ahead and play a song and be right back in just a moment. Take a look, give me the hook or the ovation. It's my world that I want to have a little pride in. My world, and it's not a place I have to hide in. Life's not worth a damn till you can say, I am what I am.
Alright everybody, I'm back. Still trying to wait for Allie. She's running a little behind. She'll be with us shortly. Have you know find out some good stuff about Allie. And then we're gonna take some callers and find out a little bit about what she's been up to lately. She's been uh, doing her radio shows, keeping herself real busy. So I want to welcome everyone to the show. There's some people in the chat room I haven't seen in quite a while. Welcome back. Have a new format for the show. Lots of good changes are coming in store. So if you haven't done so yet, Marcus is a favorite. Addis is a friend. Lots of wonderful guests coming on. Pull up my content page here. We're actually booking and have guests lined up going all the way up into April now. So, lots of good uh, guests are coming up in store with us right now. Tomorrow night we're going to have Jennifer Casper with us. We have Sarah Wiseman and then Erica Boucherin. Cold Case Psychics coming here on the 21st. We're going to have Jeffrey Seelman and Amy Lamb on the 23rd. Lots of interesting guests coming on, so you're just going to have to tune in. We actually have a couple of the um, the contestants who are on America's Psychic Challenge. We have uh, Tori Alla coming. She's going to be coming in February. We've got a couple of other guests uh, from there as well. So you have to mark us as a favorite so you can find out more information. Tori's uh, very sought after. She's only been on one other radio show on Blog Talk Radio. So I'm kind of excited that she decided to uh, be a guest with us. Hello, Louisa. Welcome to the show. Haven't seen you in quite a while. I hope you're doing well. So we have lots of uh, interesting um, guests in store for you. Doing good. 2011 has been an interesting year so far, considering we're almost, we're actually about halfway through, um, yeah, we're halfway through January already. So it's kind of interesting how half of the month has already gone by. It just seems like we just started. But doing good, keeping myself busy. Like I said last night, fighting allergies or fighting something, so I keep taking a break every once in a while so I don't keep talking because I ended up losing my voice. So wait for our guest to call uh, to call in. Let me go ahead and play another song, and we'll be right back in just a moment.
All right, everybody, I'm back. Allie's going to be here. She had lost her cable, so she had no internet access and all, and was having problems, so... Um. Uh, hold on one second. Okay, three five two five three nine five three four nine. Okay, there we go. Had to go ahead and type Allie. She's on Skype right now, and she's like, "What's the number two? It's like, okay. So she'll be with us in just a moment. Okay, three four seven five three nine five three four nine. Lines are open if anyone else wants to call in. I said she called in and told me that her um, cable was out. I hate that. I've had that too. My cable has been going on and off, and I have fiber optic now, so if my cable goes out, I yell at them because there's no reason for that. My lines are buried in the ground. But we still have those problems once in a while where the lines are uh, tied up. And we have our difficulties. So we have those those difficulties every once in a while and all. I just hate when that happens because, you know, you're trying to do something and this is the call-in number if anyone wants to come online. It's 347-539-5349. I ended up mistyping a number and in, in, uh, telling someone which number to call in from. We'll just go ahead. You've, you've all been waiting for the uncomparable, the very talented, very beautiful. And, you know, I, I looked at her picture, and she looks a little bit like Bette Midler. Wonderful personality and all. And welcome to the show, Miss Allie. Hello. Hello, darling. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, oh, no. You <laughs> the weather, we're expecting another bad storm here. Ouch. And um, and um, I went to go get online because I was advertising it earlier. And uh, I'm like, I'm sitting inside going, okay, um, how can we have no cable? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we were out for like an hour, and it just came back online. I was like, oh, my God. And I would have called from my cell phone, but I didn't have the number on me because I was going to get it from the computer. (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) So it's been an interesting thing. So here I am. Sorry I'm late. That's okay. Those things happen. I had my electricity going on and off earlier today, so. We had storms coming by this morning. I'm telling you, this weather is just real, um, it's really screwy. Um, okay, I had to turn my cell phone off. Like, everybody calls me when I do radio. It's amazing. Oh, I know you're on the radio. <laughs> so, be the light now. So, what's going on with you, Michael? Just keeping busy. Uh, and I'm, trying to, I'm in the chat room. Yeah. Just having wonderful guests on like you now. I know. I saw you've got a, a great lineup, and you're getting all the people from uh, America's Psychic Challenge, too, so that's kind of interesting. Yeah, a lot of our interesting personalities to talk to. 
yeah, and very diverse personalities. <laughs> oh yeah. And I see that uh, Louisa is in chat. Yep. Oh, you guys, there's 26 people hanging out. Hi, guys. Yeah, she's she's on the line wanting to uh, get a reading from you, too. I'm going to do some, but probably a little bit later on, because I know we're going to do some talking and stuff first, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've got a few people waiting. I tell them, you know, when you decide you want to do some Hello? reading, we'll do some. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, this internet better not go out. <laughs> okay, so, so um, yeah, so we're going to do readings a little bit later, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah, whenever you're up to it, we'll yeah. go ahead and do it, because I know you had your show earlier tonight. Yep, I had uh, a friend of mine, Michelle Avanti, on. She's a really amazing astrologer. And uh, we were talking about, she was talking about all the different changes for this year. <coughs> for 2011. So it's kind of interesting. Uh, a lot of different uh, uh, energies running uh, every three months, you know, um, throughout the year. And uh, I think... I also heard somebody talking about various eclipses that were going to happen this year. And uh, even there's a full moon, I think she said this Wednesday night, and there's a whole bunch of energy that's supposed to uh, open up around there too. So but it's kind of interesting because I don't do astrology, but, you know, I'm, I'm fascinated by it. Yeah, it kind of interests me a little too. And There's got to definitely be some energy shift going on. I don't know what it is lately, but I just feel like crying constantly. You know, I see about um, the, you know, that little girl who died in Arizona with the shooting, how her parents donated some of her organs and uh, her corneas went to two blind kids. And I'm reading now, I started crying, and my my other half's looking at me, he's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I'm reading this, and it's so sad. And he's like, what's wrong with you? Because you just constantly want to cry you know, lately. I said, I don't know. Well, it's like me. I had a huge meltdown the other night. Um, really? You know, it's just, it's, oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> you know, I uh, I basically put a gnome that flipped everybody off on up on Facebook. <laughs> um, yeah. Hey, listen, we're human, and you know, I've had a lot of personal things go on over the year, and uh, kind of culminating with my mother-in-law passing away at the end of December, and then um, you know, on a professional level, there's just. Uh, there's a witch that kind of just has become very relentless and uh, on a professional level, you know, a lot of a lot of different things. And then, uh, of course, with my daughter and, and that situation. So I just kind of lost my mind, told everybody where to go. <laughs> we do, we have okay to do that once that. in a while. Yeah, well, you know what? The thing of it is, is... Um, I'm very I'm very open about a lot of stuff. I'm very straightforward and um and I'm all about, you know, speaking on the truth and I'm all about um you know, being kind to each other, you know, and you know <laughs> you don't always have to like somebody and you don't have to like their actions, but I always say you have to love everybody. And that's the truth because let me tell you, you know, from experience, um 
you know, God forbid one of these days you need a blood transfusion, you're in the hospital and they're pumping somebody's blood into you, you have no idea whose blood that is. That could be someone who's your enemy, someone you don't like, someone you hate. Um, oh, I hate that person. I don't know, whatever the case is. Um, but, you know, if you needed their blood, I don't see how much you're going to be hating up on them then. So, you know, there's, there's definitely a universal truth to people really just, you know, you treat each other with respect. We don't, we can, we can all, you know, agree to disagree. And, um, you know, not everybody has to like everybody, but you still have to show some semblance of um, respect. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, and just, you know, care about people. You can't walk around the place and, you know, not care about anybody or, or just care about yourself. And, you know, there's too many people that are walking around with their egos sticking out. You know, it's like, you know, tuck your ego back in and, you know, <laughs> get, a, get a little slice of humble pie, but give me a break. Um, you know, so, you know, I'm very, I'm very outspoken about that. And not everybody likes that, but, you know, hey, sorry to hear. <laughs> Don't let the door hit you in the butt on the way out. Yep. So... <laughs> Yeah, I feel the same way. It's yeah. like, get a grip, you know. It's like, if you don't like it, then, uh, you know, see you later. But there's a lot of emotions going on. A lot of people sort of on a roller coaster energy because there's so much stuff going on this year, planetary-wise and and physically with a lot of people, there's a lot of changes. And, um, and more and more people are just becoming, you know, are coming out of their sort of um, – closets and they're opening up to a spiritual connection they're opening up to their feminine side um you know they're opening up to that you know sensitivity and so more and more people are really being affected by things that are happening across the board in society that come off of the very negative connotation or you know context and you know there was absolutely no reason for what happened in arizona to happen but at the end of the day, and in the grander scheme of things, I think, you know, I, you know, everything does happen for a reason. And, you know, that little girl should rest in peace. But, you know, the question also comes in with her is she was nine years old. She was born on 9-11 during a tragedy. And she died nine years later during a tragedy, you know, from a tragedy. Um, so, you know, you can look at that from a very spiritual perspective and say, what what is the message here? And what was this little girl's uh, path? You know, and I really believe her path was to come in during a tragedy. And the nine years that she, she lived, um, you know, people paid attention, um, unfortunately. Uh, but also on a, on a grander scale, people paid attention to what happened in Arizona. So there's definitely a spiritual connection to that. This little girl was definitely um, on some level, uh, her, uh, I wouldn't say she was a martyr, but her life really has a lot of meaning uh, because so many people were affected. And number one, not to mention that it was, you know, a shooting, which was terrible, and a lot of people, you know, crossed over um, early. But on the other hand, people are paying attention, even people that maybe normally wouldn't pay attention because a child lost her life. Um, and, and it was the reason the child lost her life, which also, you know, was sort of, I think, the highlight where why did this child lose her life? You know, what's going on? Well, here's the basis to it. You know, there's so much hatred in society. There's so much, 
you know, I mean, everybody blames Sarah Palin for it. And I have to say, I don't say that I blame her for it, but there is a, there is a, a certain amount of accountability for her actions. When you're in a, when you're a public figure, whether it's political movies, TV, whatever genre, um, your forum is for standing out in public and speaking, you have to remember there's always going to be someone that's just not playing with a full deck that's paying attention to what you're saying and may take some of the things that you say very literally to themselves, which in this case happened. Um, and so I think that's where some of the accountability came in for Sarah Palin because, um, you know, here she was and she put up a map with crosshairs for people that she felt didn't belong in office on a political level. And you had, unfortunately, some child who was very disturbed um, go ahead and take the lives of people that, you know, unfortunately wasn't necessary. But it made everybody across the board, you know, no no race, no creed, no color, no gender variation, no religious denomination. It, it, it just human beings across the board looked at the event and then looked at this little girl who lost her life and everybody said, wait a second, what kind of a message are we sending out when we trash people like that, you know, in public, when we say, you know, different things or very mean-spirited things about other people, you know, on a public forum or, you know, we allude to something, um, you know, bigger than themselves on a public forum. So, um, you know, that's where um, I think everybody has accountability, no matter who it is. Even us, we do, we do, you know, we do radio. People listen live. People upload the shows to from iTunes. People listen to it on 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 archive. And again, you know, it, it it we may not be bigger than some of the other people, but we still have a voice, and we're using that voice, right? And um, you still have to, you still have accountability for the things that you say, your words and your actions. And, um, you know, I'm looking in the chat room and I'm just reading that. She said Sarah made it clear she doesn't need to take accountability. Well, at the end of the day, she and along with every other politician that slings mud at people and along with every other person on a public forum, no matter what it might be, needs to accept a part of that accountability. I don't say it's completely her fault because she had no control that someone else was going to pull a trigger, but she was definitely part of the catalyst um, to that action of that person. So that's my feeling on it. And that's why I think you're a little sensitive too, because I think, you know, it's just time. People are looking at things and that things that are really, really senseless on some level for the average person, look at it and go, you know, it's amazing the things that people do. And and I could tell you from experience, you know, I used to work in a psychiatric institute when I was 19. Uh, my sister is a psychiatric nurse for 30 years. And I could tell you some stories that would all make your head spin um, because you've never experienced what it's like to be in a psychiatric institution unless you work there. Um, you know, um, some people used to, uh, you know, uh, liken it to one flew over the cuckoo's nest. I got to tell you, it's not too far off from some of that. Um, but I also will tell you that there are times where my sister and I used to talk together and say that there was probably more crazier people on the outside than there were on the inside. Um, so, you know, that's just how people are. And you have to remember that people are listening and 
sometimes people will take your words and do something, you know, incomprehensible with them. Um, so this is where you have to really sort of, I think, pay attention to how you speak, what you say, and what your actions, um, you know, say to everybody else. So. Yeah, and there's a lot of times, well, before I changed my show name, I'd get on a bandwagon mm-hmm. and, you know, use the radio as a way to vent and I realized, like, mm, can't do that, you know, because so many people take everything so seriously, and and um, I'm like, you know, I have to watch what I say, and um, you know, not um, not add to things. Yeah, but here's a there's a difference between there's a difference between speaking what's your personal truth, you know, and talking about those things, you know, people, places, or things that are just not in alignment, you know, from a personal experience. And then there's just mudslinging, you know, just kind of going out there and, you know, it's like, okay, like, you know, I've been on your show before on the old show and and I said back then I wasn't a fan of Sylvia Brown. You know, I'm not mudslinging, I'm just giving a personal opinion. Do you know what I'm saying? There's a difference between an opinion on something and something that comes from your place of truth, which is your truth because it's a personal experience, and then what everybody else's truth is, which is going to be from their own personal experiences. And I've always said, you know, my truth is not going to be everyone else's truth, and that's okay, but it's still mine, and theirs is still theirs, and you can't discount someone else's truth, and you don't have to agree with it, but you still have to respect it. Do you follow what I mean? Yeah. It's just, you know, it's it's hard sometimes because a lot of times I can really go off the deep end and I'm like, mm, you know. But, um, you know, I just but try to help people. what you're talking about too, Michael. I mean, if it's something that's, if there's a situation that's happened or, or um, <clears throat> something else that has happened that you're passionate about, you know, or um, or an injustice on some level, you know, uh, let's face it, you know, the government, uh, you know, is uh, not always working to our greatest benefit. Um, so, I mean, if they're, you're talking about certain things like that, you know, it's no different than any other TV show or any other AM talk radio um, show that talks about, you know, these things or these people or, you know, expresses an opinion, stuff like that. And then there's just, you know, there there have been shows where people just blatantly go off on someone, just attacking them in, on a level where there's no reason to. There's no personal experience. You could still have an opinion, but you don't have to, you know, be so vile about it. You know, and I think a lot of people are just kind of shifting their energy. You know, let's face it, if somebody's taking advantage of someone and 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 you know that or you've experienced that and you want to talk about it, there's nothing really wrong with it because, you know, there's always that expression out there, too, buyer beware. You want to let people be aware of certain things. But, again, it's all in the context of what you're talking about, where that energy is and where the intention is behind, you know, what you're speaking about. And that's the difference, um, you know, when you're doing this kind of work. Okay. Yeah, I see what you're getting at on there. Just uh, you know, you gotta. Oh, the psychic. Oh, by the way, Teresa P. I'm re- I'm trying to read the chat. Teresa P. said she saw uh, a psychic on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hill. Yeah, that was uh, 
Alison Dubois was on there not too long ago, and she's friends with Camille um, Grammer, Kelsey Grammer's, uh, well, soon-to-be ex-wife. And, uh, yeah, she was uh, she was interesting on that show. She was um, quite uh, obnoxious. And then people went out and did, like, I've heard hundreds of YouTube videos, you know, expressing their feelings about how they feel now about her after seeing her uh, behavior. So, of course, some people are just um, saying, well, she's a human being. She's entitled to her feelings. And she was drinking, and they said she had one too many. And, you know, and a lot of people have lost a lot of respect for her because she was uh, she was fairly vile. And um, and what she did was she she used her gift um, of insight to attack one of the other housewives with some very personal things that you just don't use your gift to do that. So that's that's sort of the controversy uh, around um, that particular TV show and, and uh, around Alison Dubois, who is the, the the psychic medium that they've based the TV show medium off of, which is a Kelsey Grammer production. So there you go. Oh, not too good. It would be like uh, Obama getting drunk and you know showing his, you know showing himself. When you're in the limelight and uh, a name like she has, you know that's something you really have to be careful of, especially with the cameras rolling. Yeah, well, I mean, there's YouTube videos that have snippets of, you know, her her uh, appearance on the show, and um, all I know is, you know, it's, I mean, you know, again, it's her life, it's her path, it's, you know, she. Uh, you know, she had a few drinks or whatever, and um, she had to realize she was being filmed. So I just feel I feel bad for whoever's on that end. Got to do a little damage control. But you know, the 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 crux of people's issues with her now is that she used the gift to attack someone, you know, and um, say things that were really um, sort of inappropriate and things that you shouldn't do. It's not why you use your gift. You don't use it to attack someone. You use it to help people. So um, so anyway, so that, that's kind of where that controversy came from. Uh, and it's still looming, apparently. So. Oh, yeah. It's not going uh, to die down for any time soon. <laughs> Again, just another, you know, another um, example of... When you're out in the public and you're on TV or you're, you know, on some sort of public forum, you know, your actions, your words, they speak very loudly. And yeah. in this case, it was both <laughs> with yeah. her actions and her Even being on radio, you have to watch what you're saying all in. And, um, you know, the fine line between your personal life and your professional life. So sometimes you got to be careful not to cross that. Or else people will, you know, take what you're doing or saying and, and twist around differently. Yeah, but, I mean, let's face it, you know, I mean, everybody's entitled to a public. I mean, when you're out in the public, again, you know, you, you kind of bearing your soul and you kind of sort of um, on some level give up your rights to privacy, which doesn't seem very fair. It just it is what it is. And so that's why you'll even see that there's a lot of celebrities that you don't hear about in the news or that you don't see the paparazzi snapping photos because they've learned to guard their privacy. 
So, uh, and they've learned that, you know, they've learned a way, they figured out a way to not be in the paper constantly for some something or another. And then you got to realize the majority of the celebrities that are in the paper all the time, um, they do things intentionally and purposefully so that they can get into the paper because they like being in the limelight. And it's kind of like the little kids <laughs> that are looking for attention. Um, and we even teach our own children, you can get good attention or you can get negative attention. Which one do you prefer? You know, and certain celebrities like some of the Kardashian sisters, they enjoy the negative attention. You know, it, you know, there's really nothing very vibrantly positive about it. So. Yeah, I'd rather have the good attention. I've had enough of the bad, you know, at times, so. Time to have some of the good attention instead. Oh my God, hacking up along. Mm-hmm. So, but again, when it, when it, when you when you're out in the public, you have to realize that you know people are going to watch you, people are going to scrutinize you, and people are just people. Um, and so they're they're going to look to you to see how you speak, what your actions are, how your behavior is, and then they're going to judge you based on it. And that's just, that. I mean, it's part of life. Is it? Is it the right thing to do? Absolutely not. But, again, you know, in this particular case, when you go on TV and you get drunk and then you say things that are harsh, you can't take that back. Yeah, so. I definitely can't. It's, it's out there in the open and recorded for all eternity. There's no way. Once it goes on the internet, there's no way to remove it anymore. It's, it'll yeah, always be out there. It, well, you can get <clears throat> videos removed because <laughs> I did. I had to get a video removed that another intuitive put up after I very gratuitously did her radio show because she asked me to because she was sick and um, <clears throat> did the show twice for her. And within a matter of three weeks, um, and then I became the brunt of of her attack for no absolutely no reason. <laughs> and again, it's unfortunate, but um, you know, can I tell you why people do what they do? No, you know, I mean, I really can't. Um, but people are gonna, no matter what, people are gonna believe whatever they choose to believe, and you know, and that's why I say, you know. Whenever you hear me speak or I share a story or I talk about someone or I say something in particular, you can rest assured it's based on a personal experience. Um, I remember you know, those. And, and I, yeah, but and I still, you know, and, and that show that I did of yours, it became very controversial throughout the blog talk community, right? Oh, yeah. Um, to this day, you know, there are times where we, we, we feel bad and we, we take things back. But I, I will tell you that if I had to do that show all over again, I would do it absolutely the same way over again and say exactly what I said then um, because I still maintain that everything that I said on that show was based on personal experience and my own personal opinion, and I'm entitled to all of the above. So, I know you took a lot of heat for that show, but but at the end of the day, you know, and I know you had to kind of, you know, fix what was broke, but at the end of the day, 
um, you know, the particular people that I spoke about. I mean, I got hate mail, dude. It was great, though. I have to admit, um, you know, Christmas Eve, <laughs> I got hate mail. I actually got people that wrote me hate mail. I was like, oh, my God, people wrote me hate mail. And so that was what I was reading Christmas Eve. And you know what my family said to me when I was reading it? They said, wow, you got your first piece of hate mail. You have arrived. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and you I know realized, what I'm saying, Michael? Oh, yeah, I realized from all that I should have left the shows up and said, if you don't like it, deal with it. Because those same people that were giving me a load of crap uh-huh. have not been around at all, and yet here you are on my show. You know what? Um, and I've talked about it. You know, I, I've had a very interesting few years in radio and stuff, and I've had some interesting guests. Um and I've had, uh, you know, and somebody, you know, and it, look, he, here's the bottom line. Either people are going to like you or they don't. And either way, it doesn't matter. Because, A, they're listening enough to know they like you. And, B, they're listening enough to know that they don't like you. And either way, they're still listening. So the ones that like you, that are supporting you, that, that share love with you, and then they they, you know, they they give you the kudos for the work that you do. That's great. And the other ones, they want to sling mud. You know, uh, oh, they don't like you. You know, you're you're just rude. You're arrogant. You're pompous ass. Well, you wouldn't know all those things if you weren't listening to me. Still, so you're the idiot because yep. you're still listening. Um, uh, number one, I mean, it's like Howard Stern. You know, people love him and hate him, but the people that hate him still listen to him enough to know that they can't stand him. But but they still go back and listen. And you have to think of it in terms of, well, either way it doesn't matter because whatever your words are, whatever your message is, whatever that energy is that you're putting forth, at some point when you speak, good, bad, or indifferent, somebody's going to hear what you have to say. And whether it's in that moment, whether it's tomorrow, a, you know, a week, a day, a month, however many years from now, those words that you imparted that someone maybe didn't like or agree with is going to come back to them at some point, and it's going to make sense because that's the way it works, and it'll make sense. And then they'll be like, you know, I guess that person was right, or I guess what they said really rang true. So you have to allow people for their own indiscretions because nobody's perfect. And you also have to remember that, you know, there's a lesson in everything, you know, and there there's an energy to everything. And we we all at some point in every relationship mirror someone else or we mirror each other on some level. And what is it that we can learn from each other while we're in that energy? Um, and that's that's key to your spiritual growth. And then that becomes the key. And as you spiritually grow and evolve, okay, that's part of the key to getting into that energy of enlightenment, Uh, you know, because being spiritual and being enlightened are two completely different things. So. Speaking of which, how old were you first realized you had these abilities? Well, you know, the story is, is when I was five, it was the first time I saw who my mom, you know, called my, uh, imaginary friend, um, you know, who I, of course, later on figured out was sort of my guardian angel. And it was a <clears throat> Native woman, Native American Indian lady, 
beautiful long black hair, beautiful, beautiful big brown eyes, and and I never knew her name. And to this day, I still don't know her name, and it doesn't matter. Um, you know, people get so hung up on what their spirit guides' names are. I just want to set the record on that and say it doesn't matter. The, your spirit guides don't care if you know their name. All they care is that you acknowledge their energy. Okay, and, you know, you most of us, they're either male, female, sometimes two males, sometimes two females, sometimes three, four, and it all depends. You have guides that will come in and out of your life throughout your entire lifetime because each one has a different energy to add to your energy to help you go from point A to point B and so on and so forth. So, um, you know, my mom used to just, uh, you know, chalk it up to, <laughs> you know, imaginary friend, and I ended up calling her my puka. Uh, and I still call it my poopa, my puka. Um, so, um, but it really wasn't until I was, you know, and, and I kind of always knew I could see things and know things and hear things. Um, but um, it really didn't hit me, hit me until I was probably, you know, 20 years old. I had just given birth to my son and I met a psychic from Canada um, at the mailbox at the at the apartment complex I lived in in Pennsylvania. I lived in Allentown, Pennsylvania at the time. And, um, you know, we ended up having a conversation. She came to my apartment. And I knew I could do a lot of different things, and I knew I could see different energies. But, you know, growing up in the 80s, nobody ever gave it a name. Um, and, you know, and most of my friends couldn't, you know, never spoke about any of the things that I knew I could do except my cousin. And my cousin and I used to have a lot of dreams that were very – uh, they were exactly the same. And it, my cousin and I are actually born the same day, the same month, the same year. We're five minutes apart. Her mother and my mother are sisters, which is kind of interesting. Um, and, and that was the only time that there was any anybody else that ever, you know, could connect to me on that level. Uh, and then when I met this woman, she came to my apartment and she told me, she read my aura. And that was the first time when I was 20 years old I heard the term aura. And it, but it was something that I could always see around people. And it was funny because I used to say I could see colors around people, and then my mom took me to get my eyes checked. <laughs> I well, I needed glasses. Because everybody in the family wore glasses, but I didn't wear glasses. I actually didn't start wearing glasses until I hit 30. Um, and uh, she um, she read my aura. She gave me a reading. Um, she read my son. He was about two weeks old and, you know, at that time, 10 days old and um, told me all these predictions for my son, and then said to me in 20 years from now, I was going to be doing what she was doing on another scale. And, um, you know, I was going to make my mark on the world. And and I thought, okay, she was nutty. I was a bookkeeper and a waitress, um, you know, and I owned my own company um, for many years. And I thought, no, okay, I don't think so. <laughs> and here I am 20 years later doing exactly what she said I was going to do. It's always interesting. Yeah, and, you know, it's funny. I wish I could remember her name because I'm pretty good with names and faces. Um, and to this day, I can't remember her name. I can kind of see her face. But I, I definitely would know her energy if she ever crossed my path again. Um, and and she was just really a very, very nice lady. I really, I really, really liked her. And, um, again, found it interesting. And I kind of got a a validation on that when my first husband passed away and I called into a radio show on Long Island and there was another famous psychic everybody knows. Um, uh, and you know because he's actually called in your show, John Edwards. 
<clears throat> and he did a reading for me. Um, and he picked up on my ex-husband, who I literally just crossed. Um, and then at the end of the conversation, he told me um, the message was, you know, I could do what John was doing. Why wasn't I? You know, why didn't I just try to connect on my own? And, you know, it just kind of told me to go out, go for it, and do it. So it was like a secondary sort of validation that, you know, I was supposed to be, you know, doing this kind of work and helping other people. And I've always helped people. I mean, there are stories when I was a little kid, you know, my dad used to say, um, because I've always been very giving, which is one of the reasons I had written my um, note on Facebook um, about empowering, encouraging, you know, and, um, and helping other people. And, I've been like that ever since I was a little kid, and my dad used to say that money used to burn a hole in my pocket because I was always giving it away to other people that I I knew needed it or didn't have it. Um, and I was always giving of just myself in nature, and I'm still that way. Uh, you know, I, I don't think I've ever, you know, I've never changed, and even though I've been burnt on every level possible, um, I still can't change the way that I just innately know that, I've always been in, you know, who I am. So, you know, those are, those are the things that I'll, I'll never change. I've just learned that there are some people that I just can't give to because there are people that take advantage of people like me, which I get, you know, and I, you know, and, and that's their energy. And that's something that they have to learn, but that's also part of themselves being selfish. So, you know, and that, you know, and you know, everybody has a path to walk, and everything has a lesson in life, and everyone has a cross to bear, and sometimes many crosses to bear, and you know, it's all part of you know your own spiritual evolution, you know, um, in mind, body, spirit, and then that's what kind of gets you to the next level. So you, you know, these are all these experiences that you learn from, and. Uh, somebody wrote that is all dumb, Allie. I want to know what Riss was talking about because I don't talk about anything that's dumb. <laughs> so um, I had somebody. I'm trying to keep message up with me. the chat room at the same time. I don't know yeah. who Riss is, but they wrote that is all dumb, Allie. I don't. I, I want to know what they were referring to. I don't recall saying anything that was dumb. I had somebody private message me. I wanted to know what's the difference between being spiritual and enlightened. Oh, well, if they thought that that was dumb, then apparently they're not they're neither spiritual or enlightened. There's a big difference <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> It's the same difference between someone walking around practicing what we do um, and claiming a ninety eight to a hundred percent accuracy rate and um someone who let's say if you if you go to Keene. Um, or you go to Kasamba or any of the websites to get psychic readings, and then you see all these psychics at the top of the pages <laughs> calling themselves master psychics. Look, here's the bottom line. There is no master psychic. There is no master anybody. There are masturbators, <laughs> but, they are not ma- but they are not master psychics. I'm sorry. Because in my opinion, and it's just my opinion, but it's a damn good opinion, the only master at anything metaphysical is God. Yes. He's the only master, in my opinion. Jesus was a master, in my opinion. Those are the masters. The ones that have come before us and the ones that have paved the way for us to do this work 
and that are connected mind, body, spirit to to God. That's the masters. So for people that are walking around and that are posting on their pages, and that's the reason I, I even did that little thing, Michael, where I said, um, um, oh, I'm the best psychic. Get a reading from me if you want the best psychic reading. And I thought, geez, every every psychic I know says I'm the best. Um, I want to I want to hear a psychic go, I'm the worst. I suck. Call me now. You know, that was the reason I wrote that. I was being you know facetious, but uh-huh. and I was actually making myself giggle when I wrote it because I was coming off that the, the, that moment I was having. Um, but isn't that the truth? Everybody thinks that they're the best. Well, everybody is in their own energy good at what they do. But how good you are depends on who you are and where you are spiritually and where you are with your ego and where you are with, you know, the rest of the balancing of the energy in your own life. You know, um, you know, someone may be really, really good at psychometry, um, you know, and, and somebody else who does the same exact work may not be as good, but they're still good for them in their moment, their space, and their time. Yeah, I agree <laughs> you know with that. That's why, that. Yeah, that's why um, you know I posted what I did too and said, you know, as I've seen so many shows out there also on BTR and other places where, you know, the headline would be, you know, the best psychic, and I'll name them. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, every single show you've got the best psychic. And I'm like, yeah. okay, they're all good in their own point, but to me that's an insult to the other guests. You know, it's like, well, okay, you're just saying you know, that about everybody. So I just put on it. Yeah, now, right. for Jill, Jill, you know, had it for MSNBC or another one where they said she was the number one love psychic. That wasn't me saying it. That was, you know, like a TV That's, and all. And okay, but here's, here's the thing, you know, and this is, this is the other thing. And see, when I, when I talk, I also try to be very realistic. And let's face it, let's look at things from even a common sense perspective here, right? So, so Jill's the number one love psychic. Um, you know, then you have someone else who's the number one psychic because some TV show said so. Then you have someone else who's the number one love psychic also because she's been told she is by another group of people. So all of a sudden you've got or you've got the number one psychic in Florida is some other guy who thinks he's the number one psychic in Florida. But uh-huh. there, I can guarantee you that there are thousands of other psychics that are number one that are just not as known and are just as good. So, you know, for me, I've been advocating, let's get rid of the labels. Let's get rid of the number one, the best, you know, this and that and the other thing. Because at the end of the day, if I strip you completely naked and I take your skin off, who the hell are you? You're just a body. Yep. Okay, because it's about the the working. Yeah, that's why you said my show descriptions. I just put psychic yeah. medium or energy healer or something. And, you know, I only did that for Jill because that's the way, you know, I've known her as and I've seen her. And But most of the time I just put down what type, what uh, what they're best at, you know, what they do. If they're yeah, psychic or medium. But Jill knows how I feel because I've had this discussion with Jill and I said, oh, yeah, you're number one. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. And I laughed at her and she's like, you know, screw you, Allie. But it, it's the truth, you know. But even Jill says it. You know, she doesn't. She didn't title herself that. You know, somebody else gave her the, gave her the title. But, but here's the thing. At the end of the day, you know, and 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 I try to get people to look at it from this perspective. If there was no tomorrow, would it matter today that you were number one at anything? Absolutely not. What's really going to matter the most at the end of the day, if there was no tomorrow, you know, and and you should. 
you should look at your life that way. If tomorrow never came, okay, at the end of the day today, are you happy with who you are, where you've been, who you've helped, who you've been of service to, who you've loved? And because I could be a CEO of a Fortune 500 company and be number one at what I do, but I could also be the meanest piece of crap on the planet. So, you know, people need to take away those particular titles, okay, especially in the metaphysical field, you know. I don't think that there's a need for a title. You know, I mean, I call my, my name is Ali Chess. Like, I'm, I'm a spiritual, you know, medium. I'm a spiritual uh, communicator, um, you know, angel communicator, whatever. The, you know, whatever the titles are that people want to give me, great. But when somebody calls me up and I answer the phone, I answer, hello, or hi, it's Ali. I don't answer, hi, I'm Ali Cheswick, spiritual medium, da 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 I don't, I don't answer to that. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, you know, just use your name because your name is powerful enough. Who you are is powerful enough. Who you are is title enough. Your title is your name. I'm Ali Cheswick. You're Michael Carbone. It doesn't matter if I'm number one or you're number one or number two. It doesn't matter. What matters is the work that you do, the body of work that you do, the people that you help, and the life that you that you live. And and if you're good to yourself and you're good to other people, and you, you your conscience is clean, and you feel good about yourself, and you just love people for who they are, um, you know, take it or leave it. Some people are a little nut job, you know, whatever. There's no there's no need for that particular l- label. That's what I've been saying. Um, yeah. You know, so I, I just, um, you know, I don't know. I, I'm a person that, you know, I understand there's a, re- there's a time and a place and an energy for labels or groups of people. You know, we differentiate different things by that. You know, male, female, you know, and then we have age groups, and then we have you know, uh, college graduates and high school graduates. And so there are groups, so there are titles to things, and there's a reason for those things too, I guess. But when it comes to this particular work in the metaphysical, you know, or even the paranormal arena, I've heard people say I'm a, they're a master or an expert in the paranormal. Really? Um, what makes them an expert? Just because they've studied on it doesn't make you an expert. You know, I I don't think so, in my opinion. It just makes you someone who's very well-versed and very knowledgeable. But does that make you a master in the field? Does that really make you an expert? Um, I I think all of us on some level are experts at what we do. I think all of us on some level are masters at what we do. But the only master for me is God. Um, and, and the other ascended masters that we all talk about, um, for someone to go around and give themselves that title of distinction, I'd be very, and who charges twenty nine ninety nine a minute. I don't care if they have 5,000 reviews or 50,000 reviews, something's not right with that picture. And my other thing is, is if, if they were that good and they're making that kind of money, why don't they have their own website? You know, why do they need to work the, the phone line? Yeah, oh, I agree yeah, with and that. Well, and, and if you're that good and people are spending that kind of money on you, how come nobody knows who you are? Yeah. Because That's if you're I mean, that I tried, good. I tried those websites and I was like, you know what? I don't need to work for someone else. I can work for myself. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and what got me is when you when you see also on those websites too, and they're like, oh, I'm 110% accurate. 
I mean, you know, I mean, and that's the thing. And, and that's where I speak out and that's where people don't like me. And at the end of the day, I don't care. Um, the truth is, is that people, when you do this work, you are working with people on some level that have an emotional attachment to the answer that you're going to give. Um, you know, and Andy's even said it too, you know, people are looking for us to give them some sort of security, you know, to their future. And none of us can can absolutely do that. There are no absolutes in this field. The only absolute thing is that we all believe that there's a creator. The only absolute thing is that we're all we all are born and we're all gonna we're all gonna die at, at some point one day. But are there any absolutes in the metaphysical or the paranormal realm? Absolutely not. Because again, when we do readings, we base it upon our own personal experiences. And that's our truth. Does that mean that it's an absolute truth? No, um, it doesn't. Can we say with absolute certainty that we know for absolutely sure that in five years from now, A, B, and C is going to happen? If it's given to us that way and, and it turns out to be that way, great. But, you know, free will, free will is a major player here, and people have free will. And you can tell somebody seven ways till Sunday how to do something, um, and if their free will is going to dictate which response, you know, they initiate. And it may not be anything that you even said. And so at that point, they're going to take another path, but then they're going to turn around and say, well, so-and-so said this, but they were wrong. Well, not really. You chose to go down another path. So, no, they weren't wrong. You made a free will choice to do something different. You know, so it, this is where it kind of gets controversial, and this is where it kind of gets into – uh, where I, you know, I wrote a lot of stuff on Facebook about certain issues and, you know, don't say that you're 110% accurate because you're not God. Um, you know, um, that's just my opinion. I mean, if you, if you look at that's the average too. of, if you look at the average of, um, let's just even go to the Veritas study, um, you know, from Arizona, out of Arizona when they first started that study. You know, um, and the book was written about it, you know, the afterlife experiment, um, and the HBO special was done. And I'm just using it as an example. Um, from a scientific perspective, on a percentage basis, John Edward, Alison Dubois, um, uh, uh, George Anderson, uh, Suzanne Northrup, and a host of others who the story was about, um, I, I believe, and I'd have to pull the book out because I do have the book, but I believe the average accuracy rate was somewhere between, I think, 75 and 80% or 83%, something like that. Nowhere near 90, 92, 93, 98, or 100%. Yeah, um, I've had somebody would, say, well, uh, you know, they were like, well, I am 100%. I said, so basically every word you've said for a reading, for every person you've read for, has come true. And they're like, well, no. I said, well, then you're not 100%. I said, because the only one who could be 100% is God, and we're far from being God. No, absolutely. And, you know, when people, you know, and I understand, you know, people, and again, you know, I, I get very, I'm very passionate about what I do and what I talk about because, you know, because of when I was on your show last and the person I spoke about that violated my personal space, okay, and the reason I talked about that person was because, you know, spirit will always give you a situation that you can learn from. The situation that was given to me was my father's passing over. 
And my vulnerability as a human being, never mind as a spiritual person, my vulnerability as a human being connected to a parent left me wide open and very emotionally vulnerable, okay? And when someone that does this work steps into that energy and plays upon your vulnerability, even though I know better and even though I do this work, there's still that part of you that has a, a, a connection to a, that vulnerability. We all go through it. Um, and so when someone steps into that space, okay, and violates that vulnerability, um, that's wrong. So, like, I've had people ask me, you know, someone just crossed over like a week ago, will I do a reading? Absolutely not. <clears throat> that's just me. Other people may do a reading. I won't. And the reason I won't is based upon the experience that Spirit gave me, which will be two years in March when my dad died. And it's not that I didn't understand that that people are just emotionally vulnerable, and especially when you do mediumistic work on any level, um, but even in a psychic arena, when people come, you know, I, when am I going to find a job or a relationship or stuff? There's an emotional connection or an emotional attachment to those people and those questions. And even though on some level at the end of the day, when, it, when is your boyfriend coming back or, or, or when is your wife going to come back, you know, because you guys go through very secular moments of having the same fights over and over and they leave and come back, they leave and come back. You know, it's like the open door, revolving door. And even though on some level it may seem insignificant to us in the grander scheme of things, it bears a lot of significance to them because this is the most important part of their life, their energy, and their moment, and their emotional connection. So for me, when somebody says, well, I just lost someone, and of course I give my condolences, um, you know, because it's very difficult to lose someone, um, you, you know, there's, there has to, you have to be gratuitous enough to know that you have to give that person time to go through the grief and the healing process. So I will not read for someone who's lost someone right away. It, it has to be a minimum of three months afterward. Not that I couldn't communicate with them before, but people don't seem to realize, too, that, you know, during that process of, that, of them crossing over, now from experience for me, now I'm not saying it's the same for everybody because everybody's is different, but there's, you know, in as much as we go through a grieving process, when spirit crosses back over into pure light energy, they also go through a process. There's, there's a transitional process that happens on both sides of the coin, you know, or on both sides of the planet or heaven or the dimension. You know, our loved ones crossing back from the physical to just light energy. And so there's a transitional process that goes on for them with that. And then for us, the physical process is that grieving. And, you know, and, and then coming to terms with the grief and then moving forward and knowing that their love is always with us, you know, and, and they'll always remain in our heart and in our minds and in our bodies and souls. There'll always be that connection. But then it's time to move on and, and move forward because we all know that any loved ones that we've lost that have crossed over want us to move forward and move on with our lives. At the same time, I've learned from spirit, and I've got this directly from spirit many, many, many times, 
They will not come through to a loved one who is not emotionally ready to establish that connection. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, you know, for me, um, you know, I, I waited quite a long time before I tried to connect to my father, and I actually connected to my dad through Suzanne Northrop on Jill's show, and that was almost a year later. Uh, but my dad hadn't showed up. I hadn't seen my dad in a dream, nothing. And I also knew that my dad knew on the other side that had he come sooner, it would have made me grieve more or maybe not put me in the right space. Um, and so I know that they'll wait until they know that then when they do establish that connection, that we're emotionally ready to handle that connection and that healing process has already begun. And then when they establish that connection, that healing process can continue and they can, and they can walk away feeling, you know, I connected, I feel, you know, and that was a great feeling. Do you, do you follow what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I, I tell people too, that a lot of times when they cross over, you know, they're not just sitting there waiting. They have work to do on the other side. So I've had people come to me. It's like, they're like, well, can you see if so-and-so wants to come over? And it's like, well, there's no guarantees because if they're busy there, they've got other things they want to do right now. But that's not, but that, okay, but but let's let's kind of go back for a second. Bandit, I'm talking to my dog. Hey, dog. Well, let me, let me, let me just kind of clarify something. Um, (laughs) Not all of them have work to do per se on the other side. Some of them just hanging out, Okay. But, um, you know, when people want to connect to a specific loved one that's crossed over, um, there's no guarantee that that loved one's going to come through. And it's not just for the reason that they may have work on the other side. Um, They may not want to make that connection. And, again, people have to realize that free will doesn't stop at the physical death. Free will continues on. It's part of the energy of who we are. So um, if somebody was shy in life and they weren't very verbal in life or very talkative, um, you know, it's going to be the same way on the other side. That doesn't change. Personalities don't change. Um, If there was a, you know, if there's possibly there was something that went on in the physical life that obviously didn't get resolved and the person crossed over and then the person says, well, I want to contact them. Are they sorry? Are they this or that? They can also choose not to come forward. And so a lot of times when when someone establishes who they want to connect to, if that person doesn't come forward, sometimes other people from the family will come forward. Sometimes other, sometimes they're, they're you, know, well, you know, it depends on who's there, but the angels will come forward and sometimes speak um, on behalf of other people. Sometimes they'll just, you know, give us the information that that person needs to hear. You know, because when people call up, it's not necessarily what they want to hear. It's what they need to hear is what they're going to get. And so, you know, there's there's sort of a misnomer here with with spirit communication. Um, you know, they're not all going to come through. And then the other kind of, you know, and this is kind of controversial still on some level, but but there's also a deeper understanding that if we all belong to cre- the creator or the greater part of God's energy and we go back to a spirit form, well, if we believe in the past lives, that would be indicative of us believing that there's reincarnation. And so if our souls reincarnate, okay, so let's say I wanted to speak to my dad, but my dad's already reincarnated and he's in the body of a, you know, a, a baby in China, 
how am I going to be able to speak to my dad? Because technically he's not there. He's already reincarnated. And I always reference the movie, What Dreams May Come with Robin Williams, because that's kind of sort of the energy of what happened to them at the end of the movie, right? Um, but there's this part of your soul, this part of your energy, okay? And if we look at it even in a matrixy type of an energy, there's always going to be a part of that soul that's connected to the matrix or connected to the greater portion of God, okay? Um, and so there'll be bits and pieces of information that are still there or like an old computer, some of the information is still stored there even though the rest of it might have been erased. Do you follow what I'm saying? Um, yep. So you're still able to ascertain tidbits of information from what's left you know, of the information from that person's energy, but their full-on energy or their full visual spirit has already reincarnated into somebody else and started life anew. So, you know, and again, this is just a little theory. This is based on my own personal experiences, my own connections to spirit, but at the same time, it also, again, kind of validates my my writings about nothing is absolute. None of us can say with any absolute certainty what really, truly, absolutely happens until we cross over and we're there ourselves. And then we'll absolutely know the truth. But based upon our experiences, our connections to spirit, to God, you know, that's our truth at that moment in that time. And so people have to understand that, you know, Somebody may call up and ask for something very specific, you know, with related to, let's say, a relationship or whatever. But if the information that, you know, your spirit guides or mine give or their spirit guides give, you know, or someone from the family pops in to give some other information, it may not have anything to do with the question they even asked at hand, okay? But we can connect into those questions depending on what they are very clairvoyantly. But from a spiritual perspective, they may get a whole nother something else they weren't expecting. Um, and then there are times, too, where people will want a reading, you know, from a mediumistic perspective. Um, and this actually happened to um, Chuck Bergman, who is a guest on my show. Um, Chuck did this whole reading for this, this lady. Uh, actually, I should say Chuck got a reading um, from someone. And... Um, um, it, and none of it made sense to Chuck. Um, and he felt bad because actually the person that gave Chuck the reading was someone very, very famous who's, you know, I call celebritard psychic. Um, so he was a little disappointed, right? Um, day or two later, he's talking to a friend of his, and he was sharing, um, this, you know, the information that was being given. And it turns out, where all the information, okay, including the same name, like there was one name that Chuck could take, um, but the rest of the information didn't make sense connected to the name of the person, but he just figured out, okay, you know, some people have good days and bad days, right? We all admit we're not all on it all the time. But when Chuck was talking to that friend, that friend could connect to not only the name, but all the information that was given a chuck was actually for his lady friend. So that day that Chuck went for his reading, okay, Chuck was just just like the medium 
or the clairvoyance is just a tool for information, just a conduit. Well, they were the conduit, and they made Chuck another conduit so that Chuck could now relay the information to his friend who the reading really was for. And sometimes that will happen. Information will come through, and people will say, no, 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 because that's what Chuck did. No, 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 nothing made sense. I don't get it. And then what happened was a couple of days later they spoke to the friend and everything, and I mean everything, you know, and, and Chuck tells the story so beautifully, but everything was for the friend. And so even though Chuck didn't get the reading he was looking for, he delivered a beautiful energy of healing for that friend. And so, you know, that also happens, and that happens quite frequently. You know, you could be connected to a coworker, um, and and just you may just work in the same cubby. You know, you're not really friendly, friendly. Just you know, hey, how are you? Coffee at the water, you know, water the water thing, and you grab whatever the case is. Just very, you know, passing, very passe, right? You can end up getting a reading, and then a lot of information that comes through. You're like, no, 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 it doesn't make sense. But we tell people to write it down. Um, because you never know where it's going to make sense. And then you go to work and you're like, oh, yeah, I got a reading. And maybe that person's now overhearing you. And then all of a sudden it dawns on them that that reading, that information was for them. Because they can resonate and, and connect to everything that was said that you said no to. So you have to remember, and that's because we are all spiritual souls. On some level, every single one of us, every single one of us is psychic. The word psychic in Greek means soul. We all have a soul, although there are some mean people that I wonder what kind of soul they got. You know, even the Jeffrey Dahmers of the world, and you know, they have a soul, okay? Uh, but it, it, even if I say everyone is psychic in those terms because we all have a soul and we all have that innate ability to be able to tap into the greater energy, we're all also a conduit because we're all souls. We are light. We are energy. And everything is energy, including words are energy, hugs and kisses are energy. Everything is energy. So when you look at everything as energy and you are a body of energy, you know, you have the capability to be used as a beautiful conduit of messages through someone else who gave them to you and now you're giving them to someone else. So now you became that conduit from God's love and words and messages to give to that person that you either know or you don't know. Either way, it doesn't matter. The information is being forwarded. They're accepting it. And now look, look at what you've done for that person and not even realizing that you were just being used as a, as a conduit, just like we get used as a conduit to give the information. Make sense? Of course. Yeah, no, I understand where you're coming from with it. I've actually had uh, people, you know, they don't, a lot of people don't, like you said, they don't understand that the spirit, their personality stays the same. Because I remember yeah. doing a reading for someone, and they're like, oh, I wonder if so-and-so has a message for me. I said, okay. I said, I don't mean to sound rude. I said, but the one thing I'm hearing is, why the hell would I want to talk to you for? I didn't want to talk to you when I was alive. And they started laughing and then crying. They're like, oh, yeah, that's definitely them. And and that's true, and that happens, and that's what people don't understand. You know, if they have conflicts um, that were never resolved or disagreements that were never resolved before someone crossed, um, it doesn't mean the conflict technically is resolved, 
But if the person, you know, comes to you and says, well, I want to know, are they sorry for what they did? If they didn't want to talk to you in life, that doesn't mean that they're going to want to talk to you in death. However, with that said, there may be someone else that may come through from spirit that may relay information pertaining to that particular situation aside from that person um, that may that may do that, and I've experienced that. You know, where I actually had a woman who came to me whose sister crossed over, and they had a huge war before the sister died, and the sister actually died very unexpectedly. Uh, and then, you know, so many years later, this woman had such guilt because she never, you know, she never um, reconciled with her sister. And so now she was doing like the, I told her she was doing the, you know, the guilt thing. Um, but the sister on the other side didn't want to come through. So an aunt connected to the mother had come through and, um, you know, acknowledged the sister, acknowledged the situation. And, you know, um, obviously the other sister could hear the information. And so, you know, it, it, it was interesting because it was almost like she was like a surrogate spirit for the sister um, but again, you know, it, 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 it's amazing when you do this work because you just never know who's going to come through. You never know why they're going to come through and you never know who's going to pop up for somebody else. So I call that the surrogate spirit because sometimes they don't want to come through. They're willing to hear what you have to say and, and maybe there is an apology, but again, you know, that's why I say to you, even on the other side, when we talk about work that people do, sometimes they have to work on their own spirit, their own energy, um, you know, that they have their own transition to go through. Uh, their own process of learning. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, and I always called it angel therapy on the other side. Um, you know, and it, and it's funny because it, it reminds me of, um, uh, you know, like the highway to heaven, you know, and they were always helping people uh, or touched by an angel, you know, because the angels were here and they were trying to help people while they were here. You know, well, I believe that there's earth angels here, and I believe that, you know, they try to help people in different situations to help people to resolve these conflicts and issues. Um, and I'm speaking of, you know, I just wanted to say that, you know, my condolences go out to the family, uh, of, and I just can't remember his name off the top of my head, um, but the gentleman that was in Touched by an Angel, he was young, he was 47 years old, but I love, that's like one of my favorite all-time TV shows, The Zad, Highway to Heaven. Um, and and uh, a few other TV shows, um, you know, and it's interesting how a lot of younger and younger people are leaving the planet very soon. So you could tell there's definitely a shift uh, going on and taking place, a transition. So it's kind of like a wake-up call, you know, and Mother Nature has given us all a wake-up call. You know, part of the things, you know, we, I talked about earlier on the show with Michelle, you know, different types of earthquakes and floodings and look what's going on in Australia um, you know, there's a lot of um, nasty weather ahead and, and different things ahead. And, um, you know, people have to find, kind of sort of prepare themselves for things, um, you know. But uh, as far as, like, the economy goes, you know, I said I wanted to give out a little something. Um, it's going to stay on an even keel for now until, um, you know, the end of August, beginning of September. I think we'll see a little bit of a boost in the economy um, I, I think jobs are on the upswing again. I think um, jobs will be created and are being created. I, um, I think more more mom-and-pop type shops are going to open up um, this year, you know, between now and the end of the year, and, and they'll, do, they'll do fairly well. I think more and more people are leaving the major chain stores, and they're looking to spend the money in their own neighborhoods to help 
keep their neighborhoods running and up and, and viable. And so I think you'll see some more mom-and-pop type stores opening up. Um, more people will be getting jobs. Um, those that don't have jobs right now, you know, my feeling is more towards spring, really, for a handful of people. Um, and a handful is over how many people in the, you know, in the United States. So it's a big handful. <laughs> um, we'll be finding work. And I think there'll be some shifts uh, in the economy. Yeah, you can. We can take those. Okay. Yeah, I had uh, somebody wanted to know if we were going to do some callers, and it's like, ah, I'm not sure. We'll wait and see. Yep, no problem. Hi, Louisa. You're on the air. Hello, Ali. Hello, Michael. Can you hear me? Hello, Louisa. e abraços, Ali. Ah, abraços e beijos para você também. Saudade. Muito obrigada. Como vai? Tudo bem? Tudo bem, muito obrigada, Ali, muito obrigada. I know you have passed uh, not very good times uh, lately. I've seen you, your readings on Facebook. So, <clears throat> anyway, yes, I have. You know, I follow, even if I don't write, I, I follow Facebook. Anyway, would you like I know you to do. tell me... Pardon? Oh, I know you, I know you do. I know your energy is there. I'm very connected to you, Miss Louisa. Are you? Okay. Could you yes, please you're tell one me? My, you're one of, you're, wait, wait, wait. It's better. You're, you're one of my favorite people on the planet. Oh, thank you very much. I'm, I'm very, I'm very, um, how do I say that? I can't remember the word now. I'm very flattered about it. <laughs> now, would you like to tell me I don't want a reading for 2011. I want anything that you tap for 2011, which is good for me. One thing, please. One thing. Well, I will tell you, um, it's kind of interesting, but have you been working on some health issues currently? Have I been in health, working in what? I didn't understand. Have you been? Um, yeah, see, this is where my Portuguese head south because uh, I don't speak it as fluently as I used to. But have you been working on some some health issues for yourself right now? Yes, I have. Okay. What I'm going to tell you, because that's the first thing I see with you, um, and there's about two to three of them, you know, two major ones and one minor one, and then they'll. Okay. Two major ones. Um, it's going to be a, it's going to, you're going to, it's going to fix, um, you're fixing what's broke um, to a point Which where it's actually, you're fixing what, what's broke right now with your health, but I, I will tell you that it's going to get much better for you, and by June, July, you're going to start to feel even much better. You haven't been getting a lot of sleep. Um, I kind of feel like I, you get, como se dice, Headaches, you know, um, like migraines. Do you know what I mean by that when I say migraines? Yes, I, I, I am, I am sleeping in awful lot, actually. My brains and minha cabeça and the, meu, meu cérebro. Uh, yeah, and the, I don't know how to say headaches anymore. I used to. I got to brush up on my Portuguese, but you, the headaches and all that, it's all gonna sort of make its way out. 
your your energy is going to come back into a little bit of a normal routine, and the health issues that you're working on are going to be, they're not going to completely go away, but by this time next year, you're going to feel like 110%. So keep doing what you're doing to make yourself better, and also I kind of feel like uh, over the summer you're going to take a trip, and I really feel like you're going to take a spiritual trip, and I want to say in August, I keep seeing you travel in August. Are you going somewhere? Not that I have any anything planned. <laughs> okay, I'm going to so. tell you in August, right? In August, uh, August. I kind of feel like my you... birthday. I have my birthday on eight twenty-six. Okay, so in the month of your birthday, what's the anniversary? You're going to take a vacation, okay. but it's going to be. Um, it, 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 you're going to take a vacation, I think, that would be like a normal vacation, just go someplace, but you're going to have a very spiritual moment. That's going to be... Wow, you're going wonderful. To come home, you're going to come home, watch, watch, listen, and it's going to be on recorded, so you can come back. But after you take your vacation, and I kind of feel like the second week of August is when you're going to go, when you come back, you're going to be, you feel like, uh, I almost feel like if, if I didn't know it I would, uh, any better, I would say like, you know when people go to wards in France and they touch the water and they get healed, right? Yes. It's, it's, yes. it's something like it's something like that. You're going to go someplace that's very spiritual for you and there's this healing that's going to take place for you and you're going to, it's going to really change who you are, change your life, change how you feel. Um, mind, body, spirit, whether you go to, you know, I don't see that you go to Lourdes, but someplace equivalent that's very spiritual in nature. That's kind of what I feel. And I think the rest of the year is going to be um, much better than it was the last three years for you. The last three years very difficult. Yes, they were. Thank you ever so much. So that's the process. And thank you very much. A wonderful 2011. <laughs> For you and for Michael. Thank you, Thank you. 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 you. Thank 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 you. Yeah, that's the same way with me. It's like I grew up learning to speak um, French because of my grandparents, and, you know, I ended up losing it. Yeah, you kind of lose things. When I was a little girl, my godparents were Greek, you know, because I grew up, my mom was Jewish and Italian, my dad was Lebanese, which, and my dad's religion was equal to the Greek Orthodox. My father was Syrian Orthodox, which is my religion. Um, and so my godparents were Greek, <laughs> So I grew up listening to Hebrew and Yiddish. I grew up listening to some Italian. I grew up listening to Arabic, and I grew up listening to Greek. So I used to be able to speak a little bit of each, um, and then just kind of kind of grew out of that. Um, I even used to belly dance when I was little. <laughs> I don't do it now because now I actually have the damn belly to dance with, so that's you know, fine. <laughs> Um, yes, Louisa, it can be Fatima. Mm-hmm. Someplace very spiritual for you. It's, uh, 
I'm very excited actually because it's going to be a, some beautiful healing. So, <coughs> okay. So I, lo- I you- love her energy. <laughs> huh? I love her energies. Louisa, Louisa is a wise old soul. She really is. She's um, she has a lot of Mother Mary energy for me, um, in her, um, very strong faith. Um, and, um, and really just a very wise old soul, you know, um, definitely a lot of, you know, grandmother energy with her. She's just a, she's a beautiful lady. I love her to pieces. Sorry about that. I've had a tickle on my throat for the last few days. Yeah, me too. I keep muting out. So I tell everyone, I said, I think my, they're trying to work on my third chakra. It's like, okay, wait until after the radio show or something, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think, you know, it's, it's interesting when spirits communicate. So, and, and uh, I like it every once in a while, but, you know, like I tell everyone, I said, there's no guarantees that you'll get a message. I worked at one church doing uh, doing readings and that, and they were like, "Well, make sure everybody gets a reading." And I'm like, "Well, what if no? You know, what if there's nothing coming through for someone?" Oh, well, don't worry about it. You'll get something. <clears throat> well, you know, there are, there are people that hold on. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm trying to uh, type at the same time. That's okay. I was going to say, there, I don't there, are people that do, there are people that do lectures and they do, you know, gallery readings type of an energy. And there are, are, there are, you know, psychics out there that really, you know, intuitives that really want to give everybody a connection. Um, but let's face it, we all know that we can't absolutely and positively connect to everyone. We can try, <coughs> excuse me, but that's not always the case. So, you know, but most of us do try. I mean, uh, you know, you've done galleries, you've done different appearances down there in Florida. Um, you know, there. I mean, even when you go to, you know, you know, very famous people that do gallery readings, they they always say, you know, there's no guarantee that you're going to get a reading or a message or or anything like that. So basically, when you spend 150 dollars to go to one of those things, it's kind of a crapshoot. Um, either someone's going to come through for you or they're not. You know, you, you, that, that's definitely one that you know you've got a 50-50 chance at. So. Yeah. And I keep waiting for my mom to come through, and it's like, oh, well, one of these days she will. Yeah, but, you know, what's interesting is um, um, what makes you think she hasn't? Because um, I don't remember dreaming about her or, or seeing or sensing her around me. Okay, but but that doesn't mean she hasn't. And I'm just telling you she has been around you, okay? Uh, um, and, and, again, just like you would tell everybody else, you know, it's, it's smells, it's memories, it's, um, it's certain songs on the radio that connect you to your mother. Um, and as far as the dreams go, you know, it's interesting because there are dreams you remember and dreams that you don't. I think we all go through that. And um, it's the ones that you don't remember uh, initially um, or that you get bits and pieces of and you're not sure about, you know, those are the ones that, you know, people connect to and they connect into. So, um, 
I have to I have to say that she has come through because the other night, you know, you hardly ever hear the old disco song on a radio of um, I Will Survive. Uh-huh. And it's funny because the day after my mom died, I had to go to the funeral home to make arrangements and all that, and I wanted to hear the song, and I posted about it on Facebook. But the only CD that would play would be this old disco CD that had I Will Survive on it. No other CD would play. It kept wanting to play that one. So I let it play. Well, the other day I'm driving down the road by myself and all, and all of a sudden it comes on, and I'm listening to the satellite radio. And I was like, oh, well, they're going to do a mix of this and that. No. They did the, the old original disco version, and I was like, first thing I thought of was my mom. And that's what I'm saying to you, Randy. You know yeah. she hasn't come through because I'm being told she has, and you're just not, you're just not recognizing it because, and there's nothing wrong with that, and there's no mistake in it because let's face it, you know, we're so close to them, and we do this work that sometimes even we negate to pay attention to what we would consider very obvious signs. But so obvious that, nah, it can't be them. It's just, you know what I mean? So, because um, the minute you said that, I got, oh, no, she's been around. Um, you're just not paying attention. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's she's been around. And, and I will tell you, I will tell you this. Um, she actually, been not only has she been around, but she's been very connected to where you're living, very connected to you. And I, I want to say, you know, it reminds me of, um, do you have, um, like right in the front when you walk in your door. So if I'm walking to the front of your trailer, to the right, do you have a hanging plant right there? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, this is the scene that I keep seeing that keeps getting played over to me, and she's also in here very connected to, to Louie. Um, I will tell you that. Um, um, part of... Um, okay. I don't know if this will make sense to you, but do you have to use some kind of a pump for him, for medicine? Yeah, yeah. Okay, because she's, she's connecting me to this pump. Um, <laughs> okay, wait. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this is mom. Um, she's connecting me, and she's walking me through your house, by the way. Um <laughs> but but apparently um, where where this where this particular pump is is on like what I would call like a snack table type of a thing. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. And um, um, it's kind of funny because I'm going to give you the reference that I'm getting from her, but but the two of you together are are, are almost on some level funny to her, like the Three Stooges would have been to her. Um. Because, like, you'll knock into something, and then that knocks something over, and then something else gets knocked over after that, and you just can't help but laugh, even though you'll be like, oh, my God, I can't believe I did that. But when you stop and you think about it, it's kind of funny because it's almost like a domino effect, even though you didn't intentionally set out to do that or knock something over. Because she's making me feel that even though you're in um, the trailer, it's the space is there's certain areas in it where it's a very small, very limited space. Because some trailers are big, I'm, I'm assuming, in, inside. <clears throat> I almost feel like yours, on some level, in certain spots, it's like a little obstacle course to get around stuff. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Um, and this is the area where, you know, kind of where I feel like Louie kind of hangs out on some level to take the medication. Like, I feel it's in a different spot than where he would normally sit, in the, let's just say, to watch TV. 
Yeah, we've got the supplies for it all in a different area. So so this is what she's giving me. So she's there, and she watches over while you guys, you know, while you're taking care of him. And um, uh, you know, let me just ask you, does mom have a sister also that's crossed over? No. Okay. There's a woman coming in here, and maybe if it's not your aunt or connected to your father, but she comes through as an aunt figure for me. Um and again, I have to say, and and she, and it could be an aunt for 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 your husband, but again, someone else who's watching over you. You guys have a lot of feminine energy watching over you, which would make sense to me now that I'm kind of picking up on it, even with your sensitivity level lately and the shifting of it. But there's a lot of feminine energy from the other side that's connected into both of you um, currently, and also. I'm being told that come come March, there's a shift here in energy for both of you from a medical perspective in terms of um, medication and different things. They're making me feel like there's going to be another round of different types of um, medication for Louie. Would you understand that? Yeah. Um, but, again, I, I'm, they're bringing me into March 1st, that first week of March. Um, and, and they're making me feel like this is actually going to be even better for him. Um, I, I would just go to say that the medication he's on now kind of makes him not loopy, but not as aware. Um, it, it takes away some of that energy of his awareness. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, the, the way they're making me feel it's this new medication, and it'll be covered, by the way. So I, I don't know if that makes sense to you. But it's going to... It's going to allow him some more awareness, but a very peaceful one in terms of pain. I'm sorry if he's in pain, and they're showing me that he's in some pain. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. Um, he's, he's well, got this is pain. supposed to whatever energy is coming in here, the medicine, and also I got to tell you from spirit, they're coming in here to help lessen that pain, but allow him to be aware without all the pain. Do you understand? Yeah. <clears throat> oh, and for you, <clears throat> you're not eating right, you're not sleeping right, and you're not taking care of yourself, and you're still smoking? Nope. I'm not eating right and not taking care of myself, but no, I quit smoking finally. Okay. Did you just recently do it? Uh, a year ago. Okay. Okay, because <laughs> looking at over the cigarettes. Um, that's kind of funny. Okay. Well, um, and if you ever get tempted to take one up, don't. Oh, she may be showing you the cigarettes tonight because we had an argument right before she died. And I and I went ahead and I'd quit smoking. But with the stress uh, that I was going through because of Louie and work and school and then with her getting sick, I started smoking again and I made sure I pointed that out to her. Okay, okay. Because I kept looking at you, like, lighting one up after the other, and I'm like, what, you're still smoking? Because I really thought you quit, I, or at least I thought you did, I, but I don't remember. I was supposed to quit a year ago, too, and I'm still smoking. Um, but she really put, placed a lot of emphasis on that and not eating right and not sleeping right, you know, and, and really the energy with that is if you're not taking care of yourself, how are you going to take care of other people? So it's kind of a slap in the head for you to kind of go, hey, you know, you need to still, you know, you need to still take care of yourself, and and, and you know, even though you give out and you help other people, you, if you don't take care of you, who's going to be there to take care of you if you need somebody to do that? So, 
So, you know, it's kind of like um, <laughs> being spanked from spirit. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah, she was always telling me to take care of um, take care of myself and all. And, and let me just give you a little insight. Your church that you're building is going to really, really take off in September. You, you're okay. Gonna, um, you'll, okay, and let me just say to you that Okay. Oh, we just lost Allie. Nope, she's still there somewhere. Okay. Maybe it's me. All of a sudden, it sounds like I'm just getting echoey, so I don't know. If you all can hear me, somebody. Maybe I got lost. No, I think Allie's still under. I'm not, I think I'm the one who got lost. Okay, you can hear me? That's weird. Okay, there you are. Hello. Hello, okay. That was weird. You know what? Because I was going to tell you something, which is interesting. And when stuff like that happens, it means I'm not supposed to tell you just yet. Yeah. But I will tell you this, that the church is going to really take off in September. And I'll give it to you this way, that you'll you'll have a benefactor that's a surprise for the church. So what I was going to encourage you to do is just to keep marketing. I keep talking to people and ex- and extend your network out to where you market. So bigger groups of people in the gay and lesbian community and so on and so forth. Um, you're going to hit a uh, you're going to hit a particular energy that will really help you with your goal. So. Uh, and I can't say who it is because obviously I was going to, and then I got cut <laughs> off. And I'm like, and I've learned my lesson. When when that happens, I'm not supposed to say it, so I just put it out there that way to you. And I don't, I don't blame the BTR gremlins. I always say that spirit because it's happening yep. to me on my show. Yeah, you can. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we extended a little bit then. So you can all, because I've got people that like, I want a reading. It's like, well, I leave it up to Allie. I want to so. go to Miami. <laughs> I, I did a so show much, about so that So much last for Jill night. calling. Yeah, I know. Well, because um, Jill was just, I mean, just talking and talking the other night, and I had some people saying, well, she didn't take any callers. And, you know, so last night, you know, I did a show, and I told people, I said, you know, I leave it up to my guests. If they want to take callers, they will. If they don't, then they don't. I said, I'm not going to tell them, hey, you're on my show. You're going to, you have to take callers. I said, you know, they're doing us a favor. I said, and they evidently have a message that's more important than taking callers. Well, you know, everybody's different. You know, there are times where, you know, I've done shows that are an hour long and we haven't taken any callers. You know, it it, it just depends. Um, there's yeah. no rhyme or reason. Excuse me. There's no right or wrong. Um, you know, 
it all depends too. There are days where, you know, we're slated to do a guest spot on someone's show and um and maybe we're not feeling good, so we'll talk. But you you know, when someone's really not feeling well, it's not optimal to get a reading from someone who's really sick. Um, you know, it doesn't always it doesn't really work out that way. Um and because you drain your energy and then the possibility of draining that person's energy you're connecting to and you just don't want to do that and you want to reserve your energy so that you can heal. So, you know, that's another reason. And then you've got, you know, bigger people that, you know, bigger celebrities that when they do shows, they don't do readings at all. Some do, some don't. You know, everybody's different. Do I agree with it? No. Um, especially from the bigger celebrities because they wouldn't be there if we didn't, we weren't spending our money to support them. So Yeah. Um, but, you know, yeah, so my, you know, I tried telling them... You know, I just leave it up to the guests, and then when they're ready to take callers, we'll take them. And if they want to talk, then evidently spirit has a different message. And you know, I had one one uh, guest on that they go from you know the minute they say bye, they wanted you to connect to the next caller right away. So I was like, okay, so we just go from one caller right to the next with no gaps in between. And I see, you know, everyone reads differently. Yeah, absolutely, everybody does it differently. So go ahead. So let's grab another call. Okay. Anna, you're on the air. Hi. Good evening. How are you? I'm good, Michael. How are you? Happy New Year and Happy New Year to you, Allie. And I hope it's a much better New Year for you, both of you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Getting get there. And, and I'm sorry, who is this, Anna? Yes, Allie, it's Anna. And what I would like to know is actually any anything you'd like to tell me, anything good for the new year for me? Anything good for the new year? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So, so here's the not so good. So the not so okay. good is, <laughs> sorry, you know me, I'm going to tell you like it is. So here's the not tell so like good. Tell me like it is, yeah. The not so good is, um, you, you know, um, you're a giver like like I am. Uh-huh. Um, you, you've got to stop doing that for a while because it's affecting you, mind, body, spirit, and especially physically. So, again, I'm attracted into your health energy. And mm-hmm. not that I, I want to say that you're sick, but there are some issues energetically within your body. Um, uh-huh. You know, <clears throat> This is the time, this year is the time for you to take care of Anna for a change. Uh-huh. Um, and and the other people connected to you, and, you know, I, I even want to go in here to, to your children. Okay, uh-huh. do you have four? No. I kill myself. You kill yourself, okay. <laughs> if I have four. Okay, are there, because they keep connecting me to four children, so there, are there four grandchildren? No, I just have one daughter. Okay. Um, I don't know why they're connecting me to the four kids. So, uh, you know, it could be for you. I'm, I'm just going to put that out there. That's kind of interesting the way they're doing it. But, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want you to sort of pay attention to even what you're eating, how you're sleeping, um, those things. That's really prevalent for me initially. Uh-huh. Okay, number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are things that you're well aware of, and especially – you know, keeping up with your appointments for yourself. Um, you know, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, the big thing for me with every woman, not just you, and I'm just kind of going off on a tangent, is, you know, get your pan- get your boobs pancaked every year, ladies, that you're over 40 especially. 
Um, mm-hmm. You know, it hurts. It's a pain in the ass, but it's worth it. Um, mm-hmm. So that's just a little healthy reminder. Um, right. But the other good thing for me is I kind of see you in a very transitional energy, which actually started, for, I would have said started for me about a year ago, a year and a half. I want to go 12 mm-hmm. to 16 months. Um, uh-huh. So it's kind of like you're in your little spiritual evolutionary process. So you, you, the way I want to put it is kind of you're stepping up a notch. So yeah. I don't know if you're you're actually working and doing readings and different things for people, or you're working with healing vibe energy. I I think it's the healing energy that you're working with, which is why they're making sure that I tell you to take care of your own health, because yeah. you give and give and give, you drain yourself energetically, and then you don't replenish. Do you understand? Yeah. I do, I do, yes. Uh, okay, so I want you to start replenishing, and the more you replenish, the more people you're going to be able to reach out to and help. Also, there's another, uh, you go, are you going back to school this year or taking a class or a course? No, uh-uh. Mm-mm. Okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to suggest that you do that for yourself. Um, okay. Not, necess- not necessarily that you would need to. You have mm-hmm. a natural healing vibe. Um, but I think it's something that you um, need to do for yourself in terms of just adding another modality or another form of a healing modality so that okay. just en- enhance- enhances what you already do. Next year, uh-huh. it's like a very powerful breakout year. Um, there will be more and more people. Actually, I am, uh, if you don't own your own business in terms of what you do or are not out there more, next year mm-hmm. is the year for you to really step it up a notch and and uh, do more work within that healing field. Um, do you do Reiki healing? Because I keep feeling Reiki energy with you. I don't, but I do have my own business, though. Okay. Well, this is a shift here, you know. Um, and, and as far as money goes, too, because money keeps looming, I keep looking at the dollar signs with you. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Let me just tell you that the flow of money will become um, a little more fluid for you, but by year's end. Um, oh, great. You know, and and again, it's because you're adding to that energy of what you do. With Let me just ask you, what do you do for a living? I actually do wholesale shows where I sell to stores. What do you sell? So, um, I sell uh, paintings. Okay. And do you do the paint? These are your paintings? No, 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 no. These are prints and paintings that um, I actually... Um, buy wholesale myself. I I put them together and then I wholesale them, but I don't actually do the paintings uh, myself, no. Okay. So what I'm going to say to you is this. You have a really strong healing vibe for me um, uh-huh. in terms of what you put out there. And this is something that you know. You've, you, you remind me of like a little nun um, when you were a little <laughs> girl, you know, just you know, as vibrationally, you know, I look at you, mm-hmm. like I would call you like the flying nun. Do you remember <laughs> Sally Field and the flying nun? Uh, that's what like you remind that, yeah. me of energetically. Huh? Uh, uh, yeah, I've, I think I, somebody told me about that show or something like that, yeah. Okay, uh, but here's the thing. It's, you've always been that giving vibration and very yeah. faithful vibration. So yeah. when I said to you that you're going to take a class, I'd encourage you to take some Reiki. Um, And there's a a few places online that you could take it where it's really very affordable. You can do it, 
You know, like Mm -hmm. I'm in the process of finishing it up, my own Reiki mastership. And not that I needed to do it. I just did it for myself. But for you, I'm encouraging you to do that because, A, number one, you're going to incorporate that into a business for yourself, especially for next year. And, B, number two, um, when you get, when you acquire the paintings or the the drawings, um, and some of them are, I don't know if some of them are um, just, um, I want to say pencil, but it's not pencil. It's um, silk screen. uh, yeah, and what about like a charcoal? Does that make sense? Charcoal painting or charcoal uh, drawings? I feel like I'm drawing with a pencil. Okay, I'm just going to put it this way. You, you're going to put some of that Reiki healing and energy into those paintings before you sell them. I got um, so You're going to kind of give them a little bit of a spiritual tune-up, and that's going to change the vibration of how much money you make and how you're going to be able to sell those. You, you, this is definitely a very good positive year for you, and I will tell you though that I want you to, to also look into doing that natural healing um, work, um, whether you've ever touched uh, oils or incense, um, whether you've um, uh, you've gotten into um, I don't know different types of uh, um, you know flower just. Like, I really feel like if you put your, how would I put this? Um, I think you need to kind of explore that other side to yourself besides what you do independently with the paintings. Um, I get what you're saying. I I do get what you're saying. Like herbs and flower essences and that sort of natural, uh, holistic thing, that's definitely your vibe. Um, And I I kind of see you integrate. My point is I kind of see you integrating all that by years and into next year. Next year, very good year for you, very powerful year, definitely a money-making year for you, which is considerably different than the last three and a half years, four years. Wonderful. Um, You know, but from September forward, and I want to say September 22nd, that's the number that's pulling in for me, September Uh 22nd, even through to the end of the year, Christmas, um, Uh you know, you're going to have a pretty decent show uh, Christmas uh-huh. time, um, and not just like a small mom and pop show, something that's um, rather large, and you'll do really well um, with it. So it actually has some really good things going on, but I have to um, just insist that you really start paying attention to to yourself, to your to your I, own body and your own your own needs. You know what? And I've been seeing signs everywhere. What does that mean? I've been seeing. You know, I reconnected with somebody, and I've been seeing his name all over the place. I mean, wherever I look, it's, I see his name here. I see his name there. I see it all over the place. It's like I look up there his name is. I mean, it's not like it's a common name. I mean, is that a sign? I mean, I mean it's it's got to be some kind of sign of something or other. Uh-huh. You know? And how did you reconnect? Uh, we spoke with each other, actually. Um you know, through a, um, on the internet, actually. Okay, this is somebody you knew from from what high school? No, no, no. We had dated before. We had dated before, and okay. then we just re- reconnected again. And uh, and then all of a sudden, it, it's like I. I mean, even before that, I was seeing his name everywhere. Um, you know, the, I'd look up on the TV, and there I'd see his name, and then I'd look up on the wall and I'd see his name plastered across the wall somewhere and, you know, look on the internet and there's his name there. It's just kind of crazy. It's just, you know, and like I said, it's not, wasn't a common name. Okay. Um, 
So, so, so here's the thing. Reason. There's definitely, there's definitely a soul to soul connection, and yeah. the thing of it is, is you know, um, I would encourage you to, you know, keep in touch and 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 keep writing and and see where it goes. I mean, um, the potential for a relationship is there. Um, yeah, I just think I that there's a couple of. There's just a couple of obstacles. One I feel is um, distant, but not a great distance. Um, right. And the other one I feel is um, there are some attachments on his end that he needs to completely cut. Right, exactly. That's what I felt, too. I just felt that, you know, I just felt I'm getting married. <laughs> you know, I felt that this is, like, going to turn into a marriage type thing, and um that this is an old soul connection, that this is something that's meant to be because I've never seen this kind of like these things that I've been seeing. And um, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to ride it out. And, I uh, mean, I, and uh, are, you also, are you also seeing triple three numbers a lot? Um, I, I, yeah, well, it's not that I see triple threes. I see like seven, like I see the number 711, which is my mother's birth date, or I'll see my daughter's birth date, uh, my birth date, his birth date, you know, things like that. Uh-huh. Okay. So I'm going to give you the thumbs up for that and just tell you to go with the flow and see where that takes yeah. you. And, yeah. um, you know, it, but it, it is a good sign. Yes. And this is a definitely a good year for you in those yeah. terms on, on all the other levels, again, you can't yeah. have a good time if your health is for crap. And yeah. I'm not saying it's completely crap, but come on, let's face it, you and I both know what you're not doing. So yeah. Yeah. Step, step it up a little, Mama Anna, and, you know. Yes, I am. And, 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 and really kind of get yourself feeling really good about yourself because you, you know, even though you present yourself one way, there's that part of you that doesn't, have that sparkle that you used to have because you know you've allowed it to kind of move away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, you are so right, Allie. You are so you're you're right right on with everything. And you know what's funny? Um, I have a girlfriend who's in the hospital who's going to pass away tonight because she didn't take care of herself and uh, with female things. And um, that's what I have kind of going on with me. So you know, you you hit it right on the nose and about taking care of yourself and everything. So. You know, it's scary. <laughs> so yeah, don't, you're no, right. don't be scared. You're not you're not going anywhere anytime soon. However, you know, yeah. when Spirit gives me those messages and they and they yeah. insist upon stuff like they slap me in the head, um, yeah. yeah, because I you know, and I'm not being a hypocrite. You know, I have to take care of certain things for myself too. Um, you know, but I also understand that sometimes life gets in the way. Yeah. And so now it's time to move that over and you yeah. get in your back in your way and back on yeah. your path where you should have been, you know, seven years ago. Because yeah. uh, the seven comes in um, even with, what, seven years ago, 2004? Um, yeah. Was, was a very funky year for you. Um, yeah, it sure was. It sure was. It sure uh, was. And probably and, one, that it, you won't, one that you won't forget, too. There was a, uh, it, it was, was quite a, an interesting just, year. Yeah, it was. It's been a hard couple of years, and you know, when you mentioned the healing thing, I I did know about that. And when I visited my friend in L.A. where she was at, I did lay my hands on her, hoping that I would try to heal her. And but you know, I guess it just, her cancer was just too far gone at that point. But 
you know, I'm well, just going to pray for her now. So, but I, anyway, yes, thank I will, you. I will all send prayers for your for your friend and God bless her soul. And yes, um, yes. you know, I I only wish, uh, you know, God's love and light on her. And yes. uh, and we'll send you some healing and and, thank and, you. and a little spiritual kick in the ass. So. Yes, and, and thank You're you welcome. for a beautiful and thank you for a beautiful reading, and have a wonderful year yourself. Yeah, you too. And remember, when you forget to take yes. care of yourself, come back and listen to the podcast, and let I me will. give you another kick in the ass again. Okay, I okay. will. I certainly will. Thank okay. you, thank you, Allie. Bye. 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 Said some nice energies about her too. She does, and it's, she has a real healing, I mean, a tremendous healing vibe. And not everybody, you know, all of us want to be healers on some level. And, and on some level, we all are. But um, but there are people that are really, you know, into that healing and that hands-on healing energy. And every time I looked at her energy and I looked into her Akasha, you know, I, I, I referenced the Flying Nun because she's so much fun like Sally Field was in that, in that show, you know, very mischievous and... Um, but very faithful, and, um, you know, and when I looked back in her Akasha and her energy in the past life, you know, she had a very um, Christian nun connection for me, um, and that's where that healing energy started for her, and it's carried over. So. Cool. Uh, wait till you become a master in it there. You're going to enjoy the energies. Yeah, you know, I mean, I've had so many people that have a master in healing and different things tell me that, you know, oh, you don't need to do that. You just naturally have it. And I said, I know, but I'm just doing it for me. But sometimes you just want to do stuff for yourself, you know, and it's just about learning the symbols and where to place your hands. And, you know, but I've always been, you know, considered a hands-on healer. Um, You know, it's like the rest of my body could be ice cold thanks to menopause. Um, But my hands, the palms of my hands are always, always hot, always warm. Uh, and my feet usually are always warm, except lately it's been really cold in New York. And you know when you know when you know that it's cold when you got socks on and your feet are still cold. So it's cold. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. That's too cold. So go to the next one. Okay. Okay, let's grab another one. Hi, Jill. You're on the air. Hi. I have a question. Is that okay? Okay, what about relationship for me this year? Hi, Jill. When's your birthday? 12-17-1960. Relationship for you this year. Um, you know, it's interesting. Um, I keep feeling that you're already kind of sort of attached, like a friends with benefits energy. Not No benefits, but a friend. Okay, is this the person that you want to have the benefits energy with? Because I kind of feel like there's an attachment here already. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so what I'm going to tell you is um, just keep working it, girlfriend, like you've been working it, um, and you'll have the benefits. Because the way they gave it to me was this was the friend with benefits, and the benefits will be good. But you just got to keep working it the way that you've been doing it. Um, and uh, and that person will come around um, because I kind of feel like on some level the attachment or the energy of the friend um, can tend to be a little um, a little shyer 
Yeah, you're more okay. outgoing. That person's a little shyer. Does it make sense? So I have to hit on him. Yeah, pretty much. Uh huh. Okay. So if I hit on yeah. him, I won't be rejected, right? Um, don't do it just yet. You know, just work it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You know, just just keep working it and enjoying it, and then kind of, you know, subtly, you know, little 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 by little, work on that, you know, that hitting of that energy. Um, Because the way that I'm feeling and the way that it's being given to me is that there's an energy of of connection for him as well, which is why I said, all right, there's a friend with benefits here. Right. but I feel like he's a little more reserved is the word I want to use as opposed okay. to you. You're like, just give me a kiss and shove your tongue down my throat, damn it, you know, and, and he'd be a little reserved on it. You're a feisty one. When did, wait, what did you say your birthday was again? 12-17-1960. Okay, so wait a minute. Does that make you a Sag still? Yes. Yeah, okay, okay. So, yeah, okay, then that makes sense to me. I'm a fire sign, too. So, yeah, I'd be the same So, what thing, are you? you know, I'm March 28th. I'm in Aries. So, I'd be like, dude, okay. you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, I, I I, think you just got to work it a little bit more, and you know how to do that. Um, and then kind of, you know, little by little put it in there, and I think it'll take you, you know, a couple more months, but I think you'll you'll reap the rewards of that sexiness. So just just keep doing what you're do you doing. It, do you see it being long term, like more serious? Yes. You do. Yes. Okay. Why uh-huh. do you see that? Does he have? Does he have? Let me just ask you. Um, I'm looking at somebody and, and, and energetically now. I would say he's probably about five ten, five eleven, in no, terms of shorter. height. Okay, I'm five foot nine, and I kind of feel okay. like he's, he's either equal probably with me. five seven. Okay, all right, that's fine. Um, I, you know, okay. Let me just say this: um, Who's got the light eye here? Is it you or him? And I, either it's hazel or green. I have hazel. He has light brown eyes. Okay, so, so I'm in the connection. I'm just going to tell you that um, just it, it definitely has the potential for long term. Okay. It, it does. You know, you just got to do a couple of more things and, and kind of bring it a little bit out of his shell. Just don't tell me the year. Just give me, when is his birthday? You don't want me to, want me to um, September 25th. Okay, so he's what? What is that? Virgo? A Libra. 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 Yeah, Libras, a Libra men for me, uh, and, and I used to be in love all these years ago with a Libra. And I'll uh-huh. let me tell you, <laughs> and I'll never forget his name. It was Joseph I. I won't give his last name. I'll never forget him because he was one of the loves of my life. But I had to work it that summer that I wanted to get me some. So I'm just telling you, um, you know, it, it's the energy is there, and I and I like the relationship actually. It's, you know, um, there's a, there's some decent communication. You know, um, there's some fun in there. Um, does he really like baseball? Um, probably because yes, I would say yes. Yeah, I keep getting he's a big, huge. I mean, like it's just normal that men like sports, but for him, it's kind of like baseball. His it's well, his thing. He actually made the All Stars team. Well, the tryouts when he was a kid, and his parents didn't let him go. 
to the tryout, which he's very wounded because of that, and I don't blame him. Um, okay, that? So that would that that would make sense why they're bringing the baseball in for me. Yeah, this is definitely the potential for something long term, but. The way, you know, I'm going to tell you is, you know, there's an expression, slow and steady wins the race. That's how I'm going to put it to you. Even though you are like me and we won it yesterday, I admit, you know, I have no patience. I admit it. Um, And so do you. (laughs) Um, But just know that, you know, just give it a little more time. But definitely before the end of this year, you'll have have his vote. (laughs) Okay. I will have intimacy, the fireworks, all of it. Um, I think so. If the cast keeps walking the way that it's producing or showing to me, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Anything else you get from me? Does he feel the same about me? Uh, and again, um, it, it's something that you've got to bring out of him. But yes, I do feel that he has feelings for you. Absolutely. Okay. Did you get anything else from me? Um, actually, I did. Um, I don't know if you were thinking about it, but I see a job change for you later in the year. What do you do now? Okay. Nothing. I'm a single mom. Okay. Um, then a job change means we're going from single mom and not working to single mom and working. I kind of okay. feel like um, you're going to have a job definitely before the year's out um, and something that's conducive to being a single mom. So within the hours that you're able to work, um, do you have a six-year-old? She's 12. Okay. Um, that's interesting because I'm looking at a little girl like six years old. I don't know where that you know, connection is for you. She has a seven-year-old. Okay. All right. <laughs> so I'm just I don't know if that has my... anything to do with anything, but. Yeah, I'm going to stick to what I'm saying. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Uh, at six, I was a year off, but I keep seeing that in, in your energy. So, yeah, mm-hmm. um, so here you got my thumbs up. And, and also just keep putting out, um, you know, applications and different things for jobs, but I, I think you're going to have your job before the year's out. Your life's going to take a, a good change, um, you know. And let me just remind you that um, you, you definitely are worthy and deserving of a good life and a good relationship and Thank a healthy you. one. Do you, understand, do you understand what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Because enough of the self-esteem beating up here, Um, you know, and and this is something that's gone on for the last 12 years of your life. Yeah. Stop. Stop it. Cut the crap. Well, you know, you know, my family. I had a sister who was. I I understand that, but I had that. You know, you couldn't control me, so everyone beat me up. Yes. Okay. Here's the thing. This is about you. And and it's about time that it's about you because it's always been about what everybody else thinks and wants and says and does and what you know what people poo pooed on and everything else. Forget it. It doesn't matter. This is about you now. And so I want you to put the makeup on and do your hair and get dressed and do all the things that you stopped doing. Thank you. Okay. Yes. Have have fun and 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 really really love yourself because when you start doing that, you watch and see the changes that's going to happen in your life. Tremendous, I can promise you that. That I'll promise you. Thank you. Okay. Thanks for okay, calling so in, Joe. I'm going to hook up with this this man, right? 
but like I told you, have some patience. You got to do okay. this. Do this in a very nice and slow, steady way. And yes, the energy is there. Okay. Thank you so much. And I've been listening to you all night, and I really like you. And you know exactly what you're talking about. Like a fresh <laughs> breath of air. Thank you. You're welcome, Jill. Thank have you. Have a good night. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye. Oh, I know we only have a few minutes left, so we'll just chit-chat. Got one question. Okay. Erica at 516, you're on the air. Hey, Ellie and Michael, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing good. This is Tom from New York. Thank you for taking my call. I appreciate that. Who is this? Tom from New York. You're from Tom. New York? Yep, yeah. that's Tom. Hi, Tom. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? You know what? Don't say anything to me. Um, you have a business investment that you're thinking about doing at the moment? That's correct. Yes, I'm going to give you the thumbs up for it. The minute you said Tom from New York, and that's why I said you Tom from New York. Um, it's a good investment, and it's a wise one, and it's one that's taken you quite a few years to put together. Make sense? Absolutely, yes. Um, I'm going to give you the thumbs up on it, and, and it's going to come to fruition um, the way that you'd like to see it. It's going to take a little while, um, and I know you have patience because you've had for like five years now, but um, it, but it's it's really wise the way that you've handled it in the way that you're doing it and the people that you've connected yourself to in the past uh, year. Uh-huh. Awesome. Yes, it's been about five years. That's awesome. So I'm going to give you the thumbs up on it. Way to go. And, and, and you know, here's, here's the thing, and this is the way they're giving this to me, is um, you're going to be reaping what you sowed, literally, for you. And, and, and a lot of it, uh, there, there was a lot of hardship in the very beginning on a lot of levels. Um, and, and you work through a lot of things and you've given a lot of yourself and it's kind of like now you're going to reap what you sowed, but in a very, in a very positive way. So that's awesome. Thank you very much. That answers your question. Uh, actually I had a relationship question. Okay. I'm wondering what you see happening between me and Laura this year. Between you and who? Lori. Okay. Um, you know, it's interesting. You've been together for how long now? Two years? We met three, we met three years ago. You met three years oh. ago, but have you been together for two? We're not together right now. I'm trying to make it happen. Okay. Um, okay, how would I say this? Um Okay, the way that I, I see the energy for the relationship is it's not so much that it's you, that more that it's her. Um, I, I On some level, I want to say there's a commitment issue, um, but that's based upon her past relationships. There's some fear of a few issues, and, I you know, there's a couple of issues that stand or like the wall in front of her. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I mean? Yes. Okay, so again with you, I'm just going to say, um, you know, slow and steady kind of wins the race, but in this particular case, it's slow and steady and encouraging. Um, there's sort of a neediness to her, even though this, even though she is a woman that likes to think she's standing in her power. 
she really isn't just quite yet. And so there's a definite neediness to her energy. And it's not such a bad thing more that it's you helping to build her up in terms of even her own self-esteem. And at the same time, it's very cathartic for you because you have gone through your fair share of being beaten up. You, you, you understand? Yes. So um, I think that it will materialize into something a little bit more, um, it, not exactly where you'd like it to be, but a lot better than where it is right now, but it's going to take you a little while. Okay. Um, you know, and, and the other thing is, is, yeah, I know you're focused on her, but there's also a, an opportunity for another energy to kind of step in here around the June time frame. So if it's not going where you'd like it to go, just know that opportunities are still there for you. Um, but there's definitely a very old soul connection with the two of you for me. So, mm-hmm. you know, you have you have choices is what I'm, I'm giving to you um, because mm-hmm. you put a lot into it on so many levels, um, even going over and above what normally a guy would do for any woman. Uh, and I know you understand what I'm talking about. Yes, um, I do. You know, you can only do so much after a while, and then it's kind of like, even though it may break your heart on some level, sometimes you just have to let it go. You know, there's an expression out there, you know, if you let something go and it comes back to you, it was meant to be. Right. So just be aware that that energy does exist still. So I can't say that this is spot on, dead on, solid, but right. I can say that there is an opportunity for that change, but it's going to be a little slower and, you know, based upon the feedback you get from her. And if it's not vibing the way you want to see it vibe, just know the June time frame, there's another energy that kind of comes in that there's an opportunity for you to go down another path. Okay, awesome. Thank you so right. very much. But, I, you, but, I but, your business, but your business investment, awesome. Absolutely awesome. <laughs> Thanks so much. It's great to know. Okay. Bye. Thank Have a you. nice night. Thank you, Alan. Thanks for Thank calling. Thank you, Michael. You're very God welcome. Bless. You're welcome, Tom. God bless. Man, that was bang bang with him, boy. Oh yeah. Yeah, they 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 gave that to me right off the bat um, with him, and I I like his energy. He's got a really great heart. A very 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 soulful man. So. Yeah. Lots okay. Of great energy. You want me to extend? <clears throat> Let's go. We're on a roll. Yeah. Come on. Come okay. On. Okay. Uh, Erica 200, your Skype caller, you're on the air. Hello? Hello, you're Hi. on the air. Hello. Hi. How are you? Hello? Hello, what's Hi, your first what's name? Hi, name? My name is Catherine. And, uh, Catherine. Catherine or Kathleen? Catherine. C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E. Catherine. Catherine. Kathleen. Hi. <laughs> so, um, my question is: um, Do I need to to ask a question? Um, yeah, you're cute as a button. But what's your question? When's your birthday? March 15. My question is: um, It's I'm a Pisces, and my question is about uh, jobs and uh, career. Um, it's quite slow at this moment. So, what do you feel? Around your birthday, you'll have a you'll have a regular full time position. Um, I want you to just keep putting out your resumes, but also um, 
Um, look, uh, what do you do for for a living? Right now, I teach, but it's not regular. Okay. Um, keep looking because I feel like around the time of your birthday or shortly after, um, you'll find something for a full-time position. Um, you're not in the United States. Where are you? I'm in Canada. Okay. That's what I thought. So, um, you know, the school year, I think, runs, what, September? Like here, does it run the same as the United States school system? Oh, so uh, we, I may be back to the States? No, 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 no. What I'm saying to you is I think you'll land a job, but and I think it'll be around the time of your birth, between your birthday and the end of March, okay, um, to, to do your work. But I don't think you're going to start right away. I think they're going to have you start with the new school year. Oh, so uh, new school year, so it should be it's September. Yeah, but I think you'll get accepted for the position around your birthday or shortly thereafter for a, a September uh, start date for for work. Are you working with elementary grade children? No, uh, no. I I used to in the past, but now I try to find uh, another direction. Okay. Well, I would still encourage you to work with elementary school level, um, but also, do you do uh, um, uh, art painting? Uh, does are you into the arts? I used to be in the arts too. <laughs> yes. Okay, yeah. I, I want to encourage I want to encourage you to go back and do that also as well. Um, whether you become an art teacher or you specialize, but this is definitely your calling is to work with young people um, to bring out that artistic energy. Um, you know, for me, you have a very um, um, you know indigo energy. What? How old are you? Uh, uh quite old. <laughs> quite old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, again, I'm going to just say that for me, you've got like one of the pioneering indigo energies, and I'm going to stick to my indigo energy because I see a lot of blue energy around you, um, but also um, very purple, which means uh, for me also that you're very connected with Archangel Michael. Um, yeah. So, um, I, you know, that spiritual side of yourself too, you know, there's, those are things that you can also um, take classes for yourself but also teach at the same time. So there's definitely opportunity. I really feel like you'll go back to teaching a regular job um, come September, um, but I also think that you have an opportunity to teach like a second class or something at night, um, you know, um, to other people with regard to the arts and the healing and so or the healing arts for you, I would call it. And uh, I tried, um, but I tried to go back to uh, your work. Do you think I will make it? Because I want to be closer to my family, especially my mother, because uh, she's quite uh, sick. So, so I'm sorry. Do you are you going back to where your family is? I tried to go back to see my family because my mother is quite sick. So, and and are they are they are you French? Yes. Are they in France? Yes. Okay. Um, if you do go back, 
Um, and it's and it's a matter of just having the money to go back. But I do think if you do go yeah. back, it'll be over the summer. Um, yeah. It'll be more towards um, I want to say more towards the end of July uh, time frame to go back. Um, and you know, and your mother's energy for me is I realize that she's not well, but yeah. I don't I don't feel like Mama is going anywhere yet. I think that some of her energy, her illness. Um, is she diabetic? Uh, not really, but she has a problem. Uh, not she not diabetic, but she has problem with um with um arter, arter. I, I don't know what to say. Like she has problem, yeah. But she's Her not blood diabetic. Pressure? Mm, yeah, some something like that. Yeah. Okay, I think it's just a matter of um, um, okay. I can see a couple of different things here with 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 your mother, uh, and and also around uh, um, her chest area. So what I'm going to say to you is, um, um, if the plan to go back to visit them before you really go work full time, uh, and I think this is probably the reason why they're giving it to me as the regular school time frame of September. Um, you know, because I think you'll have time to go back and visit before you go back and work on a full-time basis in, in a school setting. Uh, but I'm going to also encourage you to teach the arts um, and to combine that with a healing touch, or I want to call mm-hmm. it the healing art for you. Um, I think you'll be able to teach it like an adult education class, and you'll mm-hmm. have quite a few quite a few students for you to make the money to be able to do that. And that I would like to see you start, you know, sometime in February to put put a class together, which you can very easily do, um, and um, connect yourself to teaching a few classes uh, a couple of nights a week to bring in some extra income so that you can make your trip in July. I think to the end of July, and I want to say around the uh, 22nd of July, that energy comes in, in 22nd, 23rd, um, to take a trip, um, and it, it'll be affordable. So, um, thank you. That, that's that's what it is. Like, put out those put out those resumes too, because really, um, um, and look a little bit outside of the district where you'd normally look. So instead of looking for a, a work within 15 minutes of where you live, look 15 to 30 minutes in, as far as drive time goes. You understand what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you very okay. much. You're very welcome. God bless. Bye bye. Bye. I love people that keep private messaging me in my psychic. No, I'm not. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. Michael? I'm here. Sorry. <laughs> okay. You scared you there for a second. Uh, I was like, where did Michael go? I said, people are texting me. Am I, am I psychic? I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, I know I had somebody text me too, and I said, no, but I said, no psychics here. Erico 928, you're on the air. Hello? Hello, you're on the air. Can you hear me good? All right. Uh, just a question, right? Um, how about relationships for me? 
What's your name? New locations. What? Locations and new locations. What's your name? Charlie. Charlie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's your name? Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, so uh, where where are you calling from, Charlie? Arizona. Okay, and what's your question? Uh, relationships, or can you see there? I see you being single for another year. Um, another year? I, it feels like to me that you'll be single or, you know, just kind of have a few friends. But as far as a very long-term or semi-long-term relationship, I don't. Energetically, I'm just not vibing it until next year. Mhm. Okay. You're like you're like you know what you remind me of, Charlie. You remind me of a little mini soprano. Are you Italian? Uh, mini soprano. Why yeah, would you are you say Italian? That? Are you um, Italian? No. No. Why? Why would you say that? Your your energy is um you're very bold, very ballsy, very brazen. Oh yeah. Me. You know you're you you, you kind of got a pair of balls on you. That's why I say that. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's it, yeah, you know, I meant it in a good way. I didn't mean that you're going around killing people and burying them in the woods. Um, oh no, I'm on the good side. No, I know I'm that. No, but you're very, you, you've got a very strong energy. When's your birthday? June 3rd. So what does that make you, a Gemini? Well, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, do you have a couple of what I'd say girlfriends right now that you kind of see? Some what? Do you have some girlfriends or some relationship now that you're in? No, no, not seriously. That's more of a that's more of a friendship vibe. Yeah. Okay, and that's what I was saying to you. This is another year for you to kind of sort of be in that single mode. Um, the possibility for you to have a relationship that you're looking for, you may find around just before Christmas, but either way, it carries you into you know, really the beginning of next year. And next year is when I really see you with someone on a more consistent, you know, either long-term or semi-long-term basis. And that depends on the energy of how the two of you, you know, uh, get along. But um, but I, I think, um, and I also think that you'll meet your um, your new best friend through another friend. So I feel like it'll be just through an introduction of somebody to you um, with that. Okay. Okay. Thanks That's for what calling. Else you got? All right. That's all I got. Okay. Yeah, he did have some strong energies about him. Yeah, yeah, and he was definitely very skeptical, and that's okay too. But we got those once yeah. in a while. And I don't think his name was Charlie, but that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he was hiding some okay. things on there. Erica, 413, you're on the air. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, What's good. Your... Thank you so much for taking my call tonight. It's been really great what? listening. 
Well, thank you. What's your first name? My name is Christina. And what's your question for Allie? Allie, I'm trying to figure out what I'm supposed to be doing with my life direction and how to create success, not just like financial success, but, you know, like really connecting with what I'm supposed to be doing. Okay. Are you um, are you 24 years old? No, I'm 36. <laughs> okay. So I, when they give me a number, I got to ask you, what happened when you were 24 years old that was significant? Um, I moved out on my own <laughs> with my okay. daughter. I was a single uh, mom. Okay. Um, what are you doing now, Christina? I'm I'm enrolled in art school right now, but I'm not really sure if I should head in that direction or if I should. Um, it's a two-hour commute. It's a I just commute to it, and or if I should just try to find something local, but. I was an art teacher before, but that doesn't that doesn't. And I and I still and I still think you should be an art teacher. You're very good at what you do. You really put heart, mind, body, spirit into the work that you do. And um, you know, and the thing is, is when you create, you create from a very soulful place. It's not just just. It goes way beyond the natural talent. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. So you kind of, um, you get into a space when you, when you draw and when you, when you do anything with an artistic flair to it. Does that make sense? Yes. You know, it's almost like you completely zone and you get into sort of this, uh, really different vibration and a lot of the colors, a lot of the things you do have a very vibrant color to it. Um, so and I and I want to keep using the word um, that you create with pastels. Would that make sense? Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and you know, here's the thing. You know, your intuition is pretty on the money when it comes to your work with arts. Um, I would also encourage you to um, maybe take a class in sort of healing um, or healing energy um, to incorporate into the work that you do. Um, Vibrationally, for me, um, you know, you, you and your daughter are both intuitive, um, and as as is your mother and your mother's mother and her mother, and it's um, definitely a lineage in the female side of the family, um, okay. which is which is interesting, because uh, you and your mom can either be like really close or really at each other's throats. It's like one of those relationships, right? <laughs> yes, it is. You know, it's like you and your mother define the fine line between love and hate. Make sense? <laughs> yeah, it does. Okay. So, um, you know, you and let me just tell you, the potential for you to do that to your daughter is there too. Um, and, and it's just because there's that intuitive part of yourself that, you know, you know you know things, but your daughter is, is a lot like you and needs to sort of trailblaze on her own. Um, yeah. And, and, she'll do, and she'll do that, and she's already shown signs of it, and, you know, she's very um, she's very artistic herself, very bright um, when it comes to um, even English and math. She does, um, you know, really well, likes to read. You know, I call her you like a little bookworm. Yeah. Makes sense? Oh, definitely. So, um, so, you know, she is her mother's child on many levels. 
Um, I would encourage you to keep working with children. Your vibration with children is amazing. Um, you have so much to connect to little kids. They love you. When they meet you, you you just have this way of making them feel like, you know, they want they want you to be their moms, you know, um, and not everybody can do that. You know, I mean, I'd venture to say that you meet a little kid and they're like, oh, please take me home with you, you know, um, and that kind of thing. So um, I would definitely encourage you to stay with teaching, stay in the art field, uh, incorporate some healing um, work into it, and um, and then start teaching just like, almost like I told Catherine, uh, who called earlier, um, to do, excuse me, like adult ed classes where you can teach you know, other adults who have or want to learn art or have a flair for it or, you know, just want to do it as a hobby or something and, and sort of teach them how to do that. Um, you have that potential to really um, bring out the best in people when it comes to that sensitive side to themselves. And, you know, you really are the epitome of an artist, in my opinion. Wow. Thank you, Allie. Um, do you, I've kind of like, I'm kind of been experiencing like, Pardon me, just really want to just kind of put myself first. I feel like I've just put myself on the back burner for so long. And that's why I'm like, I'm, oh, I was going to go back, to, you know, to art school. But there's a part of me that's like, that's not fulfilling the piece of me that I need to. And I think that's what you're reading about, you know, working with kids. Here's the thing: uh, is um, you're, you're not in a relationship right now, right? So no. Um, you know, that'll come for you, not this year, but next, um, you know, but again, I think you'll meet the person this year, um, and again, I want to say more towards the fall energy for me, um, um, but I think that the actual getting together and having a very singular one-on-one type of relationship won't happen until next year, and that's actually good for you because this is the year that, unlike the other, some of the other callers, you kind of give back to yourself a little bit because, you know, um, and it's difficult being a single mom. I was there, been there, done that. Um, yeah. And, yes, we absolutely we put ourselves on the back burner. You know, I've you know, I shared my story in the air. You know, I, I my my idea of the perfect meal was a cigarette and a cup of coffee, and, the, you know, I gave my kids the food. So, um, you know, so yeah. you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of self-sacrificing when you're a single parent, female or male, doesn't matter. Um, so this is the year that you're going to do these things for you, and while you're doing these things for you, you're going to meet people that are going to help you network, and you're going to meet um, people that um, you'll make some new friends. Um, you're kind of getting out of the old energy, uh, and some of the old friendships have been sort of, you know, decorded, you know, kind of cut out of your life. Um, yeah. And so it, you've got some new opportunities, new people. You're really on the right path, and you're really doing the right thing. Um, but stick to the art. Stick to take maybe some healing classes, um, something metaphysical in nature for yourself, and then start okay. incorporating that into your work. Keep drawing. Your dreams are very prophetic, always have been. Um, oh, as wow. is your daughter. Okay, you you guys really have this very high vibe of your intuition, your psychic side of yourself. You must keep that up. You know, stop squishing it. Um, okay. You know, there's a big part of you that hasn't wanted to acknowledge it. Um, you really need to start acknowledging it because, by and part, a big part of that is what makes you so beautifully creative. So 
uh, I would encourage you to keep to keep doing that. Your connection to nature is really strong for me. Um, you know, when you're out in nature near water flowing, the brook streams, the woods, the mountains, you really are vibing at a whole nother level. Uh, and your daughter yeah, is the same way. You you guys are like little mother nature people. So this is this <laughs> is that vibe. I how to get there. <laughs> I'm trapped in the city and I I can't stand it. I I'm just going crazy. I'm like I just like can't. Yeah, can't and I realize I I realize that I realize that. But you'll you'll get there. I think in the I think in the next three years you'll um, be out of the city. In my opinion, okay. um, I think by 2000, probably around 2014, you'll be out of the city and more in a country setting, which really vibes very well for you. Um, okay. Yeah, the city can be crazy, but this is what I'm saying to you. This is why I said to you, and I'm encouraging you to even take some healing classes, you know, find ways to ground yourself a little bit because there are times where you feel like you're going a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you you really want to do that and even do that for your daughter. You can uh, naturally just ground her energy, uh, teach her how to ground. Um, you guys both like music. Uh, music really has a strong vibe, the, the vibration, even meditation music. Um, you know, besides the regular stuff we all like to listen to, but the two of you really could get into doing that. There's a very tight connection between you and your daughter. And let me just say also that you have one that's carried over to the other side, yes? I'm sorry? I have what? You have one here and one on the other side. A child? Mm-hmm. Could you miscarry? Yes, I did. Okay, so you have one here and one on the other side. That's just acknowledgement from spirit that, you know, the things and the information I'm giving you and the way that I'm being being presented to me is so that you're aware that, you know, your guardian angels, your spirit guides, and loved ones on the other side, um, you know, everybody's kind of watching over and trying to help you because it's been a very difficult time, especially this last year was really hard. Um, yes, it's it going to be a little bit easier. It's going to be a little bit easier this year. Next year, it's going to be a little bit better. And in the next couple of years, your life is going to take a real, you're going to do a real 360 over the next couple of years on a very good, on a good note. That's something I can say. Um, and that's providing you keep walking this path and you integrate some healing vibe, healing energy, um, and allow your psychic energy to really just play a major part of your life. Um, because your dreams are just powerful. And, and even some of the places that you visit in your dreams are amazing, very vibrant, very colorful, which is where this artistic energy of yours comes out. And this also is very connected uh, to a past life as, as well. And there's a very big connection for me with you to Ireland, too. I'm not sure if there's one in this lifetime, but in the last lifetime, absolutely. Wow. So I don't know if there's a Celtic connection for you now. Yeah, definitely. That's yeah, not only heritage, but I think so. Yeah, That's, you're phenomenal. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your. You're very welcome. Really and, and, great and, and be good. And be good to yourself. You know, be good to yourself. And remember, don't be like Mama. You know, with your daughter, because you could. Just no, I don't know that. that. <laughs> you know, and your mom. Your mom's got a good heart. Sometimes, but sometimes Mama's mouth is not always in the right place. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> That's so true. So do you think so I you should, gotta I should continue? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was wondering. Yeah. So continue with your continue, to, continue going to school even though it's two hours away, or I'm trying to think about like should I pull back and come back more into this area, and just take part-time art classes and and then like so I could work with you know children and yes. yeah. So the the latter of the two. 
Yeah. Oh, really? I think I think you should. You want to? I think you want to um, do the working with the kids and also set up an adult, like an adult education, or even a you can do it with the kids and set up that. Either way you work it, or if you do both, you're going to do very well with both. Your price will be very fair. You tell the people the materials they need to buy, and you just just do your thing. Just do your okay. teaching and and put that healing energy into it, and you're gonna you be you be golden. Give yourself yeah. a couple of years. Don't put too much pressure on yourself, but you're you're doing good. You really are. All right. Wow. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Very welcome. Awesome. God bless you. You too. Thank you. And, okay. and encourage your daughter to encourage your daughter to keep reading. Your daughter's gonna be the writer in this family. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, she can do it. She's she writes so well. She's gonna be the She's going to be the writer. That's your little mother nature there. That's your little writer. She's your little fairy energy. She's amazing. <laughs> wow. Thank you. That's great. Wow. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Have a great, have a great day. Have an evening. Bye-bye. Or whatever. Okay. Bye. Well, we're about out of time, dear. Okay, dear. That was fun. Yes. I appreciate thank it. Thank you for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Well, honey, thank you for, you know, wanting to be here. It's like, uh, you know, it's a pleasure having you on here as a guest. We always have fun when well, we talk. I, always, I, always, I do. We have fun. And, you know, and, I, and I, uh, I appreciate it, and I appreciate everybody that was, you know, that called in and was in the chat room and those of you that will listen to the show and archive. You know, it's something that it's been my, my sort of my tagline, but it's something that I really believe in and, and I say it after every show that I really, truly love, honor, and appreciate everyone, um, you know, because, you know, we're all here to help each other, on, you know, and we're all here to really, you know, really love, honor, and appreciate each other. And I and I try to do that every show and with every person that crosses my path. So um, so thank you for allowing me to have a voice. Oh, my pleasure. Hopefully I can get you back on here again soon. Uh, anytime, Michael. Okay, dear. You got well, a lot we'll of great. You got a lot of great shows coming up, so everybody should just tune in and and check them out. You've got uh, a lot of good people, and I've got a lot of great shows. And I'm not on BTR that much anymore, but they can find me on AchieveRadio.com. I'm on every Monday night, six to eight p.m. Eastern, and I'm on Saturdays right now, uh, six to seven p.m. But I think this Saturday may change in February. Uh, I may be moving to another day, so I'll have and to all this, check it all out. that information on your website too. Uh, yep, and the website's AllieChesick.com, or as uh, Andy Brewer, the rock and roll psychic, has uh, lovingly given me the nickname of Google Me Cheswick for now, like for the last two years. So you can Google me and, and find out the information, or find me on Facebook too. Um, and it's easy, everything on Facebook, you just look for Allie Cheswick and they'll find me. Okay, well, thank you, dear. You have yourself a wonderful thank night, and now uh, go over there and give your husband a nice big old hug and kiss. Husband's not home. He's working a 24-hour shift. He won't be home until tomorrow morning. Oh. So, yeah. Well, go so stay it's warm. Just, uh, it's just the children. Okay, well, go stay <laughs> the warm. The children and the husky. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will. And I know you're warm down there in Florida, so I'm jealous. Finally. But, uh, and, give a, and give a big hug to Louie and tell him that they say hi from the other side. They're watching over him and you. Okay, thank so. you, Di. I will. We'll talk to you again soon. All right, love. Okay. Bye. Bye. And don't forget, everyone, tune in. Mark me as a favorite. Add me as a friend on here. You're going to get updates. I do the show Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday evenings, 
usually 10 o'clock Eastern time, and the times can vary a little bit. So just uh, mark me as a favorite, set up a reminder. And until tomorrow night, everybody, I have Jennifer Casper on tomorrow night. Know that if you haven't heard it yet from anybody, I love you, and so does God. So have a good night, everybody. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.